men are bad bitches they in are. stature they, and in mind proper, and in character. They're proper curvy. They proper they're bad bitches in character as well. They've got small waist. Small waist, I love big bum. And then that be doing gentle, gentle. Do you? on a man. Hi, everyone. And welcome to this episode of the Receipts Podcast. Um, episode 56. Yep. It's your girl, Tolly T. Audrey, formerly known as Garnas Finest. And your mamacita, Melena Sanchez. We're doing and or out. I never know. I no. never know. I've been Here's what you guys anyway. have got it fucked up. Mm. And it's for BBC. Oh, is it? Ow, we do that here. And then we talk for a little bit. And then we don't. Then we introduce our guests. We don't never really? introduce our guests straight away here. No, but and. It goes ow and. I say ow and. Me too. Yeah. I don't know what direction you guys I, are going. So I I'm say just saying. And. To be honest, we, have no, we just go. We have yeah, no direction. Yeah, it's just whatever. So do we, are we doing guests now? Are we talking first, then doing guests? No, we introduce guests. Yeah, introduce guests. Okay. Introduce guests. <laughs> it's your girl Tolly T. Audrey, formerly known as Garner's Finest. <laughs> your mamacita Melena Sanchez. And we have we a guest in the building. Please sure introduce do. yourself, baby girl. Hello, my name is Sasha. Oh, hey. Sasha, what hey. do you do? Hey, uh, so I work in mental health. Um, I'm currently training to deal with uh, common mental health issues. So things like anxiety, depression, um, worry, everything. Yeah. Nice. Thank you for coming on, babes. Um, Before we get to this week's episode, guys, I've got something to say. Oh. Oh. This this is a part where I announce I'm leaving. (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. My face. My face. You didn't know what to do with yourself. You were like. (laughs) Oh. Please. I was like. like, Don't kill me right here, right now. Did you see my face? Your friend, that's why I was like, oh, I'm joking. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that's like Audrey. Oh, I'm pregnant. I, oh, oh, yeah, that was true. That really got me. No, right. Okay, so, you know, in the past, I've also <laughs> said this, yeah, when mm. people are like, what do you bring to the table? Mm. And you are the table. And I'm like, the table, mm. really? Like, yeah. the table? Yeah. With some growth, that's mm. gas and that's bullshit. So, I you're not the really? table now? I've decided it's gas and it's bullshit. Really? Well, how yeah. did you come to this conclusion, Tony? I was just thinking about it and I was like, what the fuck does that even mean, Tony? Mm. It means you're bringing the foundation. You're bringing the but the you're not really your both bringing foundation to this. Without you both, there's no foundation. I can't force something that he doesn't want. That's yeah, but bullshit. if you're no, but if you're bringing the table, then that's already one thing that's solid. Man can but bring the chairs and the table, cutlery and the plates and that. Right in a relationship, you have to bring tangible shit to this. Mm. It, is a table going to buy us a house? Yeah, it will. It's, it's a foundation it's, it's to buy in a house. We've, go to the bank and tell them I've got no, a foundation. You, well, no, no. <laughs> that's what I mean. You need to actually bring tangible things. Yeah, you'll cook food to put on the table. I won't. So that's, <laughs> that's not something I'm going to promise. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I was just like, actually, ultimately, it's gas. You actually need to have tangible things that you bring mm. to the table. Your your partner needs to be able to be like, how much have you got in your savings so we can sort out if we can afford that <laughs> house or not? Have you got savings? Have you got debt? Mm. It's yeah, what I'm bringing is at the moment, I'm making overdrafts to the table. <laughs> <laughs> at the moment, for real. <laughs> I'm bringing yeah. debt, I'm bringing overdrafts, I'm bringing everything. And I was like, I can't be bringing overdrafts to the table. I can't let a guy be like, I want to buy a house. And I'm like, uh, uh, I mean, a bitch has got savings. Mm. But like, legitly bringing overdrafts and credit card debts. Mm. But to that's be, not it. To be fair, everyone has like some debt. Yeah, no, no, of course, of mm. course. If you live in this country, you've got something. Do you know what I mean? But I know what you mean. I know. And everyone mean. that goes to uni. Yeah, well. of course. Yeah, I, I, I don't even count that. I don't even count that. You know. 
don't get that. They sent me a student loan letter. I get mad. Me too. I don't think about you people. And then you send me a letter saying, you owe us 44 grand. What kind of stupid human being thinks it's okay to email someone and tell them they owe them 44 grand? You're not even, they're not even a part of my, when I think about my outgoings and what I earn I don't even think like about that, it's yeah. just not even If in, I won 30 billion pounds, I'm not paying my cost student loan. Same, but it doesn't, apparently. I'm just out of principle. Just but the thing it. is, apparently, even if you do pay it off in full, it doesn't actually benefit you to do that because someone was saying that if you pay it off in full, the amount of interest they add on it anyway, you're actually better off paying in installments. Yeah. And if you actually move countries, you don't have to pay it back. I've yeah. heard that. Yeah, actually. I've heard that. As yeah, well. I've heard that. I've heard if you don't work for five years, you don't have to pay it back. I don't know how true that is, though. If you if you don't work mm, for yeah. five years, yeah, so if you're like a stay at home mum or something, because oh. like, there's no income for them to take money out of. That's true. Mm. Yeah, so they kind of. I mean, you. let me get not. This mama said that they didn't even go yeah. to university, so <laughs> boy. But yeah, I've decided. Um, oh, I'll bring the table. It's just gas talk. So, what do you think you do bring then? What, mm. as in right now? Yeah. What I bring to the table? Yeah. A hand. <laughs> You've got a lot to offer Do you know what For the longest time I was just saying table That I actually never thought Of the tangible things I've got to offer mm. But if you because think I've, like, I've, got, I've got shit to offer Do you mm. know what I mean Like I have got shit to offer So what was you going to say I cut you off No I was going to say A table is um, Stability though But sometimes Bitches stability. don't be having stability And we're just saying table Because it sounds gas Because <laughs> that's literally The biggest part of the whole thing Oh my god That table isn't it that's how mm. does that mean? So you're saying it's one of those just empty things it's that you say, empty but it actually has say. no meaning. Yeah. Really. Like ultimately, when you're having a serious conversation, it's guys like, okay, cool. Obviously, it's not going to be like what you bring the table, but it's like, okay, mm. what, what, is, what have we got here? Yeah. Okay, I bring the table, innit? Yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> legit always it's my answer, you know? No, it's true. I suppose you do have to like really, besides like all Twitter talk and jokes and yeah, stuff like that, when, when shit does actually when it does come down to it and someone's like listen because you never know like what kind of person you're gonna meet because you could meet someone right tomorrow that is very serious and ready there are people exactly. like that in this world that are just very ready they you know they've got their shit together now the next thing is just to meet that person yeah and if they've got everything together and they're like look i'm trying to buy a house like i'm take, trying to take you seriously like what are you saying and, and, you doing, have, uh, and you don't have the essentials Then I, exactly. I kind of get what you're trying to say And you're drawing your words yeah. like across Especially, as, you're get, especially as you get older Because people are starting to have their shit together As yep. you get older You're not meeting at 21, 22 Where everyone's on a level playing field Where none of you've got fuck all no, no, Do you no, know no, what I mean? Like, no one's bringing shit to Yeah, no one's bringing shit Because no one has I anything I can't even majority I'm bringing Exactly Yeah, so no, I know what you mean I know what you mean If I was like dating now Oh my God Well, I don't know If I I don't know actually I wonder I wonder what I would be like if I was like like dating now. Do you know what I mean? I don't know what mm. I would be bringing to the table either. Mm-mm-mm. You know, I still can't decide if I'm a whore or not. A whore? Yeah. What do you mean? Like I really haven't explored it. Mm. So you don't know if you're in a whore is lurking. Yeah, I don't know mm. if the bitch wants to come out, and I'm just like. Simmer down. Trying to suppress her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, true. There's only Girl. one way to find out. Open sesame. Suck that dick. Suck that dick. Suck that dick. Suck that dick. Do you look a dick a day? Do you look a dick a day? There's only one way to find out. That was a sick song. There's only one way to find out. I make the girl them open sesame. Oh, was that um heads, shoulders, oh, banger. <laughs> banger. I think if you're going to do it, do it in a different country. It doesn't count. That was my observation of the week. Do you guys have <laughs> observations of the week? How's your, how's your week been? My week has been, do you know what? My week has been very up and down. I feel like it went really, um, it went really fast this week because work was just, woo! It's a lot, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Like work is getting to a, a weird place now where like, I really like it. <laughs> she says <laughs> no, You need to remember that Some of your yeah, colleagues no, no, no. May me, listen to this And we've got our last show Soon On the yeah, 25th exactly. of that November next Sunday. next Sunday Which mm. we're 
actually, when the Sunday comes out, this will be it the will Sunday. Be Sunday. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So hmm. we've got yeah, we've got a live show coming soon, and that's gonna be on Sunday. We're really looking forward to yeah, it. Exactly. We've been planning, doing yeah. some stuff, trying to we make have. it special for you guys. Mm. There's something I really want to make happen, and if anybody can make happen, I haven't really spoken to the girls about this. Mm. Yeah. Well, you know that girl. <laughs> That sings different to your, you're the girl, the one that sings the version. Oh, the one that does the remix. Yeah. 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 I want her to perform. So she's, y- sick. oh my God, yeah, please oh, come and perform. Someone, I can't come. find her original suit. So all I can find is that video of her. At our, at us, she's, her. she's rebranding, you know. I, I, she's no like the transition the way she can sing she's is so mad. saucy yeah no she's really oh. good I love that I love that video and it was effortless about saucy girls it's the yeah, way she exactly. does the yeah the yeah that she does her shoulder oh like, yeah oh. <laughs> talking about girls oh um, <clears throat> your week been <laughs> <laughs> no it's been girl free actually but I am attending like my first all girl party next week like an orgasm party no oh, what's an all girl no. party like a rave just oh I've been to that before yeah, we've done that we've all been to that an orgasm party <laughs> no an all girl no, party all girl party <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah but I feel like no but I feel like I wasn't prepared for that one um, so I'm prepared for this one so I know what wait, I'm getting what? myself how into you, how did you prepare for an all 800 party? girls is it 800 300 I don't know anyways lick events um, next Friday what's that um, oh. oh the one Nadia's hosting yes the oh, one Nadia's yeah. hosting what happens there it's just a rave, but is it's it, an all-girl rave. Yeah. So it's one of them stuff. ones where, like, you know when you go out raving, well, me personally, and I see a girl and I'm like, oh, is she into girls? Is she not? Whereas we're going somewhere so that I on. know so 100%. Is, wait, so this is a gay party? Yeah. Oh, so oh. why you call it little girl rave then? <laughs> because I don't really call it... I literally thought you were going to have six men in your yard and you were all going to sleep. Like, <laughs> like, like, and me, like I'll be announcing party. that. Yeah. I wouldn't be announcing that. I just live my life. A gay rave. A gay rave. Oh, sick. You've never been to one before? I know. Oh, oh cool. no, no, no! So it's going to be my first. Actually, the only other... I haven't been to a like a lesbian heavy gay rave. No, no. I used right. to go to like heaven, which Same, is probably now. Clubs. I feel like with like education, I feel like should I've been in those spaces. I did not need to be there. Like, was I in, yeah. like was I, I interrupting those yeah, spaces? Yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's a whole all. different conversation. At all because not one part of me was going there thinking I just want to dance and be free without getting touched. I was up. going there. To I was observe. going there to basically spy. Yeah. So. That's like it's, it's not a zoo hun. you can't mm. be doing those things yeah, so yeah, this is not yeah, your space and it's not okay space. for you to yeah, do yeah, it yeah, yeah. so I'm sorry and I've learned yeah exactly guys. yes I'm actually quite excited Grace. to go that's to that be fun. Yeah. so if any anyone that's listening wants to come along um, yeah go on to Instagram Lick Events and I don't know they're not even the name is mad Lick Events and do you know what I was going through that Instagram and I was like every single woman in this in these pictures are fucking beautiful um, oh, I don't know, you know. Oh. So at first, I, no, at first, <laughs> at first, I only used to like, like proper like femme girls, girly girls. But now I just like women with swag. Uh, like, you know, swaggy. yeah. Not like Dotty, but like Dotty. Not like Dotty. But Dotty. A man is personified. Dotty. Man is Dotty. Just Dotty. Just Dotty. It's not Dotty. I don't want to hear it. Sign on the Dotty line. Sign on the Dotty line. It's not Dotty. I don't want to know. Let me dot your eyes. Let me dot your eyes. Not it. Not it or Nigerian Jersey Bay. Nigerian Bay. Nigerian Jersey Bay and Dotty. That's all it. That's all I'm on. I think if I was into girls, I would definitely like studs. I think so as well. A hundred percent. Sasha. <laughs> Who would you like? Tell <laughs> me, we've won the whole ass. Exactly. No, no, so no. What's... I love a bit of Rihanna. I don't oh, know. I don't know where my love at, for her actually mm. lies. Like, what am I drawing a line or yeah. am I crossing it? I'm not sure, but I love her. Okay, girls. Yeah. Honest, please. Honest, safe space conversation. Mm. Melinda excluded because Melinda openly has. Have you ever thought, why wow, do I fancy this girl? 
I, I don't think I have. I don't think I have. However, I feel like if I was around like a study girl enough, then I definitely could. Right. Okay. But Do I don't, not feminine girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah, think yeah. I would. I wouldn't have that with feminine girls. With feminine girls, like it's literally just you're so oh, you're I like so your outfit, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. it doesn't it doesn't feel it's not there's no, no sexual. That line works with me. But, but, oh yeah, so pretty. But it's definitely, like if I was around enough, like study girls, a hundred and ten percent. You have you ever thought you fancied a girl? Um, I've thought about it. Like, Dab- why don't I? Mm. Or like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this something I should be exploring? But like, I've never kissed a girl. I've never like gone down there. That route with anyone, yeah. Maybe it's because of where I'm from. Yeah, I have. I can't believe we literally lipsed each other with tongues. I don't know. Let's think it was tongues, (laughs) but it was more a thing for the male gaze. And and now I was such as I was such a prick. (laughs) 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 Like, like that teenage me was such a beg man. What was I playing? I was a horrible, horrible teenager, but not like in a fuck off, mum kind of way, but more like just a really sly (laughs) kind of way. Imagine never, but like just like I just used to just do mad things, like like record porns for that thing that we had. Yeah, I did, and I was you're all weirdos. You're a fucking weirdo. Why? What did you put? Just like really horrible things. Like when I was writing it at the time, I thought it was funny and acceptable behavior. But when I read it, I was like, no, I was a fucking piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. Also saying that. um, On Friday, we're going to be Friday the 23rd if you listen to oh, this yeah, past yeah, this because yeah, yeah, then it yeah. won't be Friday the 23rd anymore. We're going to be on Dottie's Breakfast Show. We are indeed. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's really exciting. Going to yeah. get my morning mm. glory. Exactly. So oh, while you're having your cornflakes, you can listen to us. Whilst you're having your wet, saggy cornflakes. Yeah. What is wrong with you? Anything, you know, cornflakes. <laughs> cornflakes. Cornflakes. That's that's what you are. You go in all like dry, and then you come out all like soaking so I like wet. my cornflakes soggy though. Anyway, I don't like. Oh, I, I, hate, like I, I like crunchy. I like my yeah, cereal like hot. Anyway. You're disgusting. You're yeah. oh. I only like cereal. <laughs> I hate cold. You have to have oh, hot wheat a bit. Cochina, as we would say hot, in Colombia, cochina. Whatever. I Any cereal, hot golden wakalas. golden nuggets. I am disgusting. Golden nuggets. Mm, hot cinnamon swells. I just want the milk to touch my cereal. If ideally I could have cereal in one spoon and put milk on it and put it in my mouth straight away. Like <laughs> <laughs> put cereal in my mouth and then put milk in my mouth. I'll have it like that. Mm. Do you guys I like it so soggy and wet? Uh, Do you guys drink from the bowl? No. No, if it's mm-hmm. when pops, I was like, if seven. it's Coca Pops, I'm banging that milk. <laughs> the the milk left milk. after Coca Pops is lit. It's is actually lit. phenomenal. I don't really like Coca Pop, Pop Pops that much. That's one of my favorite Coca Pops. I prefer drink. Rice Krispies. Uh, uh, Pop. Uh, hot with loads of sugar. Uh, uh, I used to like Coca Pops and Golden Nuggets at the same Golden time. Golden Nuggets are the fucking shit, bro. But you know what? My all time favorite has to be. Um, Cinnamon Graham's. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of when I said Cinnamon Graham's, Graham's and really um, Honey Nut Hot. Clusters. Honey I can't nut lie. Clusters um, and cornflakes. Mm. Frosties <laughs> used to bang for me, you know. Frosties. <sighs> the, what's his name? All Tony the Tiger. Sugar. Mate. He would what get it. What's the song? Eye of the Tiger. Oh, no, that's Rocky. <laughs> 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 like that kiss must have taken as long as I wanted oh it to. Oh my god! My mouth was dry. I just know tiger. I just remember the tiger. It was a tiger. Oh, it was a tiger. Slogan. I can't remember what the slogan was. Eh? Um, he was hench uh, as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> great, great, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. Yeah, that's yeah. it. That's what it was. Oh, that was... Okay, so I see we're chat aside. Mm, we have yeah. Sasha here for a reason. We yes, sorry, babes. We. Got carried away there. No, no, I'm enjoying. <laughs> As we do. Mm. Got carried away there. So, like, I actually feel, because obviously I knew that this episode was coming up. Mm-hmm. And 
because I was going to be talking about like my anxiety and my panic attacks, it actually really made me anxious. Mm. And this morning I woke up like thinking, okay, I'm actually going to have to speak openly about it, which I'm I'm fine about. But I'm like, you know, when you say things out loud and it beco- becomes real yeah, mm. yeah. and it's just things that you don't really want to face, but you know that you have to. Mm-hmm. So um, even just talking to Sasha, obviously Sasha's a family friend of mine. So um, when we've been like texting each other, it literally feels like I'm in therapy. Mm. And when I did go, so basically, uh, my whole thing with anxiety and panic attacks, I didn't know what it was at all. And essentially, I used to, um, when I used to think about mental health, I would associate that to mad people, crazy people. Yeah. Like I didn't know, you know, what that consisted of. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, I remember going through my first panic attack and I didn't know what it was. And, um, it's going to sound very, very wild, but to people that have experienced it, hopefully they will understand where I'm coming from. So at the time, obviously, I didn't know that what I had was actually health anxiety and like a fear of dying. Like we all have a fear of dying, but mine just goes to a next level where I think very, very irrationally. Mm-hmm. And um, I was telling myself I was going to die in one minute and I was counting down the seconds at oh work. And I was like hyperventilating and I was crying. I didn't know why I was crying and why I was shaking and sweating. And then um, my manager that actually um, just finished her CBT uh, course, she was just like, yeah, you're going through a panic attack. Like you just need to chill the fuck out. You need to go to the doctors, speak to them and see what they can do. Um, And then like after that, it was reoccurring like panic attacks on a weekly basis. And I mean, Mm. I don't wish panic attacks on anybody like my worst enemy because it's honestly the scariest thing ever and each time like I felt like I was actually physically going to die Mm. like it's it's so horrible it's the most horriblest feeling and like some people with anxiety they'll get like the thoughts first and then the the, like physical Physical. symptoms symptoms but with me it's the other way around I'll get my physical symptoms first Mm -hmm. and then I'll start thinking like irrationally yeah what are the physical symptoms so it can be anything like a pain in your arm Mm. so you may think oh it's just a pain in my arm it's fine whereas Mm. me i'll be like it's a start of a heart attack Mm. and i'm actually dying and then um with anxiety you end up like having like this feeling that there's a lump in your throat and because you're telling your mind you're dying you're yeah you're imagining it but like yeah. yeah, basically imagine it. And then you're telling yourself, okay, I can't breathe. Mm. And you're like, who do I turn to? Mm. And there's been many of times that I've recently, like last month, I went to A&E and I spent eight hours there because I thought I was having a heart attack. Mm. And like, <laughs> bless them. Because they were actually really, really sweet because I made them do like an x-ray um, on my chest because I was like, mm. no, there's something wrong with me because the way I was feeling was so mad. They were like, no, you're absolutely fine. It's just, you just experienced... A, a horrible panic attack mm. and and I mean like the strengths are different aren't they like yeah. now I've learned how to um manage them mm-hmm. kind yeah. of um they don't last as long whereas before they were lasting a good five minutes and after a panic attack if you've had a panic attack you know how draining they can be and after a panic attack I would always have to sleep because mm. it's literally like a it's like a cycle isn't it yeah. so it it's like around. your 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 brain goes into fight or flight mode yeah yeah so exactly. um so your brain is telling you that you're in a dangerous situation. So you're either going to use this adrenaline to fight it mm. or fly. Fight or fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So in my in when you're having a panic attack, obviously you're not in 
a, a dangerous situation. So, but that adrenaline has to be released somehow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why you go through, you know, sweating and feeling sick. Uh, your vision goes blurry. Honestly, it's the worst thing. And actually, when I went to the doctors, um, the first thing she said to me was, "Oh, maybe we should try you on anti antidepressants." Mm. And in my head, I was thinking, That's a bad, "I've got anxiety." Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, is there like a is there a link between anxiety and depression? Like, why would that be a cure? Yeah, I think for some people, so like anxiety and depression do sort of come up as yeah. a pair for a lot of people. Okay, and I think it's finding out what came first. Mm. So, okay, if you've got anxiety and you've noticed a lot of physical symptoms, panic attacks the impact it's having on your life, having to go to A&E, spending all of that time, you might not be able to be socialising as you used to because mm-hmm. it's really affecting you. That can then cause uh, yeah, the well, low course. mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But then there's also like the flip side where you're feeling quite low, you're not going out as much and then those things become quite scary because you're not used to them anymore. Yeah. And then you're perceiving threats in those environments and right, then that okay. might cause anxiety. But it's not that they're the same thing. It's just mm. for some people they happen at the same time. Right. Yeah. But I guess if you weren't presenting with both and you were really speaking about physical symptoms, um, the evidence there is that CBT is, you know, the most successful way to manage it. CBT, cognitive behavioural therapy. Therapy, yes. So they will teach you how to... um, how to deal with it basically so like different kind of like methods and like mm-hmm. different t- type of like coping mechanisms yeah but um yeah saying that though so I done my CBT and it was like six sessions mm-hmm. the first session was face to face and they give you like a questionnaire to fill out like how you're feeling throughout that week yeah. but then the other five sessions were through the phone and I didn't feel like that was enough for me mm-hmm. and I felt like even though I was okay during those conversations my panic attacks and anxiety were still reoccurring. Yeah. And it's just like, I didn't feel like I got that support. So Mm -hmm. I went back and they were like, yeah, we'll do like face-to-face therapy. But I honestly didn't feel like I had... The like support I immediately. Still doing therapy at the moment, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. How often do you see a therapist? So it's like every two weeks now. Mm. But it's one of them ones where it's um, CBT isn't uh, a session where you go and talk about like your whole past and that it just... It's I specifically just, what's. Let's find out what triggers you, mm. and let's find a solution for so it. So it's trying to cure your panic attacks rather yeah. than trying to actually like delve in. Yeah. yeah, What causes mm. that? In terms of like, because th- I've all like, uh, before doing this podcast, I can't like no part of me ever thought I'll be someone that will be doing therapy. Same. I think even I'm absolutely convinced there's an episode in this podcast where I said I probably wouldn't do therapy, mm. and. Am I, I'm at a point where I'm just like, actually, is this something that's actually really helpful? Because for me, it's not It's not like a manifestation. Like, I don't... Like, I've had panic attacks and I think I've had a panic attack once or twice in my life. Mm. But I know exactly what caused that. I was legitly panicked. Mm-mm-mm. Like, mm. I think it was like... I think both of us had it. It's been like during exam period. Mm. Yeah. And it's been like, oh my God, I can't deal Stressful with this. Times. And I'm actually stressed. Mm. Yeah, so those have made sense to me. I think for me, what I get in terms of like my mental health and trying to figure out what my mental health is, my brain goes on overdrive. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like so, let's say like I'll be like, <coughs> Talani, if you miss this deadline, that will mean that you won't get this. That means that you know this, and you could end up here. You could end up lo- losing all the, everything that you own. You're gonna be by yourself for the rest of your life. And then I mm. sit in that. Mm. I'll like um, I will sit in that thought, and I'll be like, no, I'm not doing okay. I'm nah. Like, what is mm. this life? Blah 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 blah. That, that's that's what I feel like my mental health is. Mm. I don't know if that's something that. I mean, to me, it sounds like it's just a case of talking to someone. Mm-hmm. And like I kind of let my fears override my reality. Yeah, mm. some like p- probably more often than I think. Mm. How do you reckon? What's where are you at with that? 
for me, I feel like I've always, I always thought I was someone because I don't know, it's weird for me because my my mum is a midwife and my dad worked in mental health. So I kind of saw, like I saw it from the more extreme end. So obviously now the conversation about mental health is everyone but talking about it. And I'm really glad because yeah. like you said, I always just thought of mental health as people that were like schizophrenic and multiple personalities and yeah. people that... Yeah, it was so far yeah, removed. Exactly. Was like, no, I'm just yeah. like, like, I was even use words like mad or crazy. Yeah, exactly. Like literally, like you think of mental homes and stuff like that. And there used to be like a, a literal, like a mental institution near my house. And like, so I just always saw it as something that was kind of over there. Like even mm-hmm. when my dad would come home and I'd be like listening to stories when he was telling my mom. And so I just thought, oh God, that's like far away. But I suppose now when we have the conversations, it is... It's not that, is it? It's it's everything. It's like everything yeah. that's going on yeah. with you. And mm-hmm. the thing with me is I consider myself to be a happy person, but sometimes I'm not sure if I do have good mental health or if I'm really good at suppressing things. Like, I literally uh, yeah. don't know. Like, I don't know Do if I genuinely... You might just have a great have, Yeah, you might just be I fine. might. You but, might just be happy. But at the same time, I don't know if because of all these conversations now, at the same time, someone like myself who would consider themselves to be just like a regular happy person, you hear all these conversations and it starts to make you think, well, should there be something wrong with me? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. I never thought about it before, but then at the same time, like I was saying, I don't know. Have I just suppressed so many things deep down and am I just really good at suppressing things or am I just like, okay, I don't know. So that's that's kind of where I am on mm. the spectrum. I, I, don't, mm. I don't know where I am. But I do think I want to have therapy because I think that it, probably everybody should have therapy. Yeah, yeah. And mm. I'm never the kind of person, I don't shy away. Mm. You lot know, if I'm down, mm. I let mm-hmm. people know very early. Mm. I'm not feeling great mm. or like I'm just like I just feel a bit off I just like I'm so I think that's always been helpful to me because as soon as I feel it I say it yeah yeah so that people yeah. either they're there for me or I just yeah. feel like I've had that kind of release of saying it out mm. loud like I've never been someone that kind of doesn't like I don't like to suffer mm. and I know <laughs> it's yeah. like I don't yeah. like suffering I really like to do enjoyments anytime I feel like I'm having a, a hint of suffering mm. please who can help me yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. like I'm yeah. very much like but there are some things I'm just like it's, it's a weird one I know what mm. you mean as well Because I feel like Oh I can sort it out I can't mm. I don't necessarily feel like I need to like talk to someone But there probably are some fears That I probably don't know about I've just repressed I've, I know for a fact I've repressed shit Yeah I feel mm. like I've repressed shit But I also feel like If something isn't right with me I, There's always a reason why And I always know yeah, yeah, the yeah, reason yeah, why yeah. So, I can, this, yeah. so I can tune into that And try and either fix that Fix it Or suppress it and yeah. I feel like a lot, a lot more of the time I probably do suppress things more than I do fix it. But because when you know the reason why you're acting a certain way, I feel like it's kind of easier yeah. to handle. Sometimes you feel like you're not worthy of therapy because I'm like, nothing yeah, I don't want to waste. Yeah, I don't want to waste the therapist's yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm just like nothing drastic in terms mm-hmm. of what people have really gone mm-hmm. through. I've, obviously everything's relative, but I'm like, nothing that drastic has happened to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, but I said, I'm just like, I don't think I should I feel do like it I'm I don't think I should do it on the NHS. Oh, I absolutely should pay for it. I, <laughs> yeah, I, I absolutely like I should pay for, pay for it. it. Yeah, there was people that like, did, definitely yeah. need it, need it. Yeah. So like, even that, I feel like, is it, am I worthy of therapy? Mm. Like, people going through, people have had experiences that I haven't had and Same. they're not doing it. Do I think it's about when you're like looking at all the different services that are available, it's about understanding that, you know, like that idea of, you know, people with schizophrenia or like really quite severe mental health Mm. problems, they wouldn't be doing CBT in the same services that you'd be able to access Mm. it in. Or um, counselling probably wouldn't be something that would be offered to them. And I think it's about actually letting people know the options Mm. because it's not that you would be attending a service and sort of taking that time. Mm. Mm. There's services that are created to like improve access just for those everyday things oh, right, okay, yeah. What's the, so is there a difference between counselling therapy and like seeing like a shrink or are they all just ultimately the same thing 
Uh, there's a difference between... Like a I think like a shrink is like a... Um, what are they? Psychiatrists. Yeah. So that's when you are like getting medication from mm. them and they're like doctors. Okay. Okay, yeah. But with counselling and therapy, therapy, from my knowledge, is like CBT, so cognitive behavioural mm. therapy. And it's thinking about what's happening for you in the here and now mm. and how can we introduce techniques to change the way you're thinking or your behaviour just to make things easier for you to manage with your situation. Mm. Whereas counselling might actually th- look back into your past and think what's happened that's in what order for you to develop. That's what I, mean. that's what I always imagine mm. that. I'm always, but I know me, I'm a liar. I'll start making shit me up. Too. <laughs> I don't think I'll be completely honest. I don't and think I'll like, be honest So let me say, is this the reason? You're I'll like, yeah. Like, yeah. My dad left me. Yeah. And like, ultimately... Mm. I feel like I would act like that affected me more than it did because mm, it, you have to be honest, performative because you're in that space. Yeah, me, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, I'm sad about it, but it's, I don't carry it every day. Mm, mm, mm. But if I went to someone's thoughts, I'm like, yeah, that's that's why I hate men. It's no, but dad. maybe that's not you faking it. Maybe that person is bringing that out of you because you're being forced to talk about it. But I'm a liar. No, I'm not a liar. No, I'm not a liar. But you know what I mean? I feel mm. like, is it, am I just going to say what I, because of education and overseeing mm. things, am I going to say things that I think? Because yeah. I feel like I could probably cure myself. I'm like, oh, this stems from this. Yeah, or like, yeah, ultimately, yeah. Well, it's if it's not like, this. if you think that it's affecting you deeply, then like 100% do it. Go to counselling. But if you're saying that, oh, um, it's there, but it's not a thing, mm. then that's fine. You can kill yourself. Want, no, yeah. I feel like I just want someone to talk to me. And I, I have mm. friends. <laughs> yeah, just someone to listen to my problems just about someone, like, judgment. Where, I see it, where I've heard other people talk about therapy, it's just kind of like, blah. I can just vomit things mm. to you and then you can either like help me categorize those things mm. yeah. and be like, is, is, that, is that the right assumption? Yeah, that's more like counselling. And I think it's oh, like the it's Americanized like view of it. <laughs> yeah. Because I feel like in America, everyone goes to counselling. Yeah, it's a normal yeah, it's And a they normal, have like yeah. a therapist and it's like a, a thing that you intend to stay in throughout your whole life. Yeah. And obviously, I mean, here, if you're going through the NHS, there's just not, the resource for that. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's why here people feel like there has to be something, a specific thing that's really happened and that's what I'm going to address. Mm. Yeah. Whereas if you're going to like private therapy, I feel it depends on like your view of it, but if there's something that's happened to you and you just want help to manage it or just managing <laughs> day-to-day things as they're coming up, I'd say that's counselling, not CBT. Yeah. Uh, right. But it definitely cool. is that space to just talk about everything, then like get everything out of the boxes, reprocess it, and like put them back in in more of a like neat and manageable mm. way. Because mm. when I was in secondary school, I used to have to see this woman because I had anger issues. And she used to make you angry. No, but she didn't tell me why. Uh, like mm. ultimately, I was like just angry. School guidance she counselor. Yeah, she didn't say yeah. there was somebody in my past or mm. somebody that, that she's Same. just you're just an angry person. Mm. And I'm like, well, that doesn't fucking help. Yeah, and to exactly. be fair, I kind of felt like they only put me through that session in the classes where teachers didn't want me to be in, anyways. Yeah, they probably, uh, they okay. probably do you know what I mean, they probably did. So they didn't laziness. really. They just sat there and just spoke about my mum and that no, was I had to go after it. I poked a girl in the eye oh why did you poke her she's giving me dirty looks I said to her I said give me a dirty look <laughs> one more time those eyes you used to give me a dirty look it's what I used to blank you I said give me a dirty look one more time I said I have to go mm. to it but I don't feel like I guess I was young and I probably wasn't connecting to it anyway mm. I was just here like oh whatever innit like yeah, I don't yeah. give a shit so and it was probably some random mm. like we didn't teacher, have like our teacher. we didn't have anything like that in my school. Oh, I, 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 I went to a strict Catholic school, so I don't know if that's got anything to do with it. They, I don't think they believed in that kind of thing. It's more like you better pray your problems away. Like it was like a very, very strict, strict Catholic school. So we didn't have anything like that. Mm. Like literally nothing. Like I've never spoken to anybody about anything. Like I've never, I've never even considered it. 
But I mean, I would now. Now it's only very recently that I've so started to think about yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. other than that, I just—it's just not something that would have ever crossed my mind. I don't think I'm ever going to be unable to shake off your problems away, and what I don't mean? think I want to either. What do you mean? Like in terms of like, I'm very aware that therapy and all of these things. I think it's it's great mm. and I think it's necessary. But I think it should be an addition to my prayers. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Like but, I feel yeah. like yeah, as a Christian, yeah, yeah. I'm not someone that can just be like, I'm not like mm. not like. I can't dismiss that fully. Yeah, yeah. No. And I don't know if that's problematic. I no, can't I, don't think I can't so. fully no. I'm very aware of how ha- I'm very aware of how that can stop a lot of things happening. Mm. Because we just see, oh pray in it, you don't really listen to mm. people. Because you're just like praying it, or like whatever, I'm just praying it. Mm. But I'm just like, I cannot look at my whole life and not see the power of what prayer has done for me and for mm. what I believe mm-hmm. is done for me to say that praying about my mental health or praying about my mm. problems won't cure. Not I don't know how to say it. I just think therapy should be an addition to my prayer. Absolutely. I can't, yeah, yeah, can't yeah, tell yeah. me, no, don't definitely. say prayer and then just, yeah, yeah, yeah no, 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 no that, that's not something that's legit for me. I definitely don't. I think it has to be a collaboration of like whatever your religious <clears throat> beliefs are and mm-hmm. getting the physical help because I think that sometimes like you could pray and God could lead you to the therapist. So it's yeah, literally, yeah. It's and literally also a collaboration. Very, very comforting. Yeah, it is comforting because like I'm a Christian as well and honestly like sometimes I just feel better like yeah. after just, I've just, prayed. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I just feel calmer. I just feel more relaxed. I just feel like, you know what? I can actually get through this mm-hmm. and like for me my prayer time every single morning is I walk from my house to the train station yeah that's like every, like without without fail I don't care what's going on I just have to like talk to God and that's when I talk and like for me it's literally like a, just a conversation it's not even like really intense it's literally like hey God like oh my God you know like it's just like chat <laughs> do you know what I mean yeah. but like it is essential like I would never just like throw that away yeah in, in place of like therapy and I think the, you should do both yeah and that's the first thing I personally go to if I'm going through something I'm just like please God mm. like help me get through this basically yeah. so like no absolutely as Audrey said it should definitely be a collaboration if you, you do should, believe yeah. that if you don't yeah exactly yeah. and whatever God, God you choose to follow but me and the God I, I pray me to and yeah. <laughs> me, me and my family me and my, <laughs> and my, my, Jesus. Me and my household <laughs> me and this house me and my household are going to serve a God there's a saying yeah exactly that can't remember so, that so yeah, but I don't know. It's scary, man. But I'm just really glad that like everyone's talking about it. It's just so much more normalized now, which How, is just like um, amazing. Beneficial. Because I feel like, yeah, because people are always like, oh, social media is ruining our mental health or social media is mm. curing it. I don't think mm-hmm. it's doing either of them. I think what social media is doing is awareness and that's it. Mm. Social media is making us more aware. Mm. Which is making us yes. of mental health issues or more aware that somebody else is dealing is with something. It, yeah. And that's it. I don't think we should put anything else on social media apart from awareness. Mm. I don't think you should be like, oh, it can get cured from social media or mm. social media. I, I guess it can make it worse. What but do I do think it can make it worse. Though, yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. I yeah. think it kind of, for me, sometimes I think this generation, it's hard to like achieve what you want to achieve. I think yeah. we're always wanting that immediate sort yeah. of mm. gratification from what we're doing. And social media is kind of like that place where you're going and you're thinking, you're seeing other people's success and you're, it's highlighting mm. to you how difficult it is. Yeah. So I think maybe it highlights to people the difficulties that they have a lot more than if they weren't on social media. Mm. But I don't know about cause. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think it definitely can like heighten it and it make it worse. I think yeah. it can heighten it, yeah. yeah. I think it definitely can. But I just think what it's been good for is the awareness part of it. Yeah, in yeah. terms of yeah. like the positives, I think that is the positive. Mm. Like, But I think in terms of negative, I definitely think social media has a massive, massive effect on our impact impact on our mental health like more than we're aware because yeah. of things like 
the comparison things. You know, we always yeah. say anyway, like Instagram stuff, like it's a highlight reel. So you yeah, don't you don't see people's journeys. You just kind of see the finished result. And that can be scary because you're now like literally every minute of the day, depending on how often you use it, you're seeing, <laughs> you're constantly seeing people's achievements. You know what I mean? So if you feel like, oh my God, I'm at this age and I haven't done this and everyone's doing this and that mm. can make you panic. Do you know what I mean? And that can make you feel less than it. It can make you feel all these yeah. emotions. Like this week I had to come off Instagram. I don't even know what it was. I'm so mm. proud of you. I can't believe like, yeah. The whole week. That's and I was like, I'm not gonna. And when I say like not use, I wasn't. I don't even mean post. I mean like not look at it. And I literally have not looked at it That's at amazing. all. And the first day, it was it was because I woke up in the morning and I just I didn't feel great. And then the first thing I wanted to do was go on Instagram. And I was like, no, 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 Instagram's gonna make me feel worse. Yeah. So then I was like, do you know what? When I'm not gonna look at it until I get on the train. Let me do what I need to do this morning: shower, brush my teeth before I fucking go on Instagram. Mm. And then when I get on the train and you're like, you know, you're about to start the day, you can look at it. Then I got on the train. I was like, no, I don't even want to look at it. Then I got to work and I was like, mm. and I was like, no, no, no. And then I just basically was like, let me just get through the day. And then a day just turned into two days. And now I'm here like six days clean. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, yeah. And I just need, I just Hi, needed. I'm Audrey and I'm addicted to Instagram. Exactly. And I just needed a digital detox for a few days. I did that with you. Yeah. I think it's necessary. I can't yeah, yeah, yeah. It is actually so necessary because me, because um, one of my triggers uh, in, for my anxiety and panic attacks is like death. Mm. So when I'm seeing like constant posts of mm. like young people oh, yeah. passing away, unfortunately, well, bad news. Yeah. and they tag mm. the person in it, I'm mm. just like, oh my God. So the moment I see that, then I start thinking about things mm. in depth and I'm like, you know what? I, I've, I know of so many amazing people that have been taken so early. Like, what's the difference with me? Mm. Like, why do I? Mm. It's do you know what mad I mean? with death, right? Because I think that's one thing nobody ever wants to talk about. Yeah. Like, yeah. we get funny. Like, we get, I have a friend who, um, her dad died when she was quite young. And she went to this thing called a death cafe. Mm, okay. And the Deaf Cafe is people, it's a bunch of people who have lost people. Mm. And it's just a safe space for them to talk about it. Mm. Because wow. even if, even if someone's friend, they're like, oh, my dad, dad, I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't and know I, I want to move on from that conversation yeah. so quickly. Mm-mm-mm. Like, oh, I'm yeah. sorry. And like, there's no kind of like, oh, what happened? I don't want to know what happened. Because yeah. that feels, that feels invasive. Yeah. That, yeah. Like, nobody, nobody ever wants to talk about it. You're very like, funny about talking about it. So that, yeah, this cafe is just people like, people that have lost someone close to them and they can just talk about mm. it. Mm. And I always find like even there was something recently as well on um I think BBC One Minute and it was this girl talking about girl Kotasu, who I actually know. She was talking about she lost um both her parents within three months of each other. <gasps> oh god. And then she was saying she was like she because she had she lost her dad first. And then when she lost her dad, she didn't know where he wanted to be buried. She didn't know mm. anything about what he wanted to yeah. do. She didn't know if he wanted to bury. She didn't know mm. if he wanted to cremated. She didn't know if he wants to like they want to keep the body in London and go mm. back to Nigeria. She didn't know what they wanted to do mm. because we don't fucking talk about it. Yeah. Mm. And I get it because it's scary. It's, yeah. Like I can't imagine sitting my mum down there and be like, oh mum, if anything mm. happens, what do you? Eh? Mm. You don't even know yeah. if they want to be an organ donor. Like, yeah, like, like, I don't know yeah. anything mm. like that you want to do. I don't know if you want to be buried back in Nigeria. Mm. I, don't, I don't know anything because it, the, the thought of talking about it yeah. scares me. Same. So I don't think people understand. Like, I could literally cry if I think hard enough about like I, my parents not being here. No. Like, I don't even know. Even when I or see someone things, close even to the me. whole like Kim Porter, mm. and instantly yeah. I'm thinking about my family. Like, if too. anybody in my family, died, I don't know what I. I don't know how exactly. I would. Like, how do people yeah. deal with I don't that? People, people I don't know how people like my husband. I don't like he's lost both his parents, and I just don't even know how he deals with it. But he's so good because he's. Like, and he won't mind me talking about this. Like he's just so strong, and he's just like, listen, if anything 
when it comes to death, like I'm the only person you should talk to about it. Because he's like, no one understands it better than me. Mm. You know, he was 10 when his mum died and then he was maybe 25 when his dad passed and I was with him when his dad passed. And I just remember, it was just like, it was it was just a horrible, horrible time. And obviously at the wedding and stuff like that, like hearing about yeah, like that, his mum that, that really that, broke that, my heart. It's all the crucial Ooh, times. Like he's very strong proper. and he gets on with life and he never complains, but it's like the crucial times when things happen. That's when it starts to make me think more. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. as, when the wedding was approaching, I was like, damn, like he's not going to have like any of his parents like see him get married. And when we have kids, they're not going to, he's not, they're not going to have grandparents and, and, and it is scary, but you do have to talk about it. And he always says, we have to talk about it. He's like, death is something that we can't shy away from. Do you know how permanent it is? I know. Mm. That's the scariest thing. Ever see my thought is someone like, that you love. So if, permanent. I just can't even imagine it. The moment you die, that's it. It's gone, yeah. And that's why sometimes when, no. like, if my mum calls me and I don't answer, I'm like, oh no, like always oh, answer. Because you never know yeah. when it's and the last time. Hear, I, I couldn't I live with myself. so many stories that are like, oh, and they were calling me and I missed the call and then you're just sitting there. Mm. That guilt. That guilt, yeah. 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 That's really difficult. I can't, yeah, I need to answer. Yeah. Every time my mum calls, I need to answer. That, that guilt will... Or yeah. even if it's like... Because every time I hear someone dies, I'm like, it sounds like them. I'm like, mm. no, but they just posted yesterday. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. I, That's the yeah, worst. And yeah, the, but then it's like, it's so... Yeah. Mm, like, yeah. Is, that death doesn't think, doesn't, oh, you just posted mm. yesterday. Let me take a... Like, oh, you just saw yeah. me yesterday. I just spoke to... The, people can yeah. just speak to you anything, now. Anything. No, yeah. I can't anything even like it. Sorry, let me even talk stuff because... I That's why I feel like with, um, with my anxiety... And when I do get calls from like close people, automatically I'm like, something's wrong. Someone's passed away. Mm. And that's when I go into like turmoil. Mm. I'm just mm. like, and I'll, I'll answer the phone and I'll be fine. But in my head, like my heart is beating. I'm it's like, like yeah. what's going on? If you call like, me with, more than yeah. twice, that's it. Yeah, like there same. is something there wrong. Was a, there was like, a time I had that as well. I don't know if I said about it when I got baptised. Mm. Oh, okay, cool. So I got baptised quite late. I got baptised definitely in my 20s I got baptised quite late oh, really? yeah yeah because I go um, to a church where it's like um, you decide it's not you don't do it for mm. child, oh, okay. childhood you oh, decide okay. when it's like I want mm. to give my life to God it's not a mm. thing where my parents decide for me sort mm. of thing I decide so it was kind of like it was a really weird time I think it was not long after I'd like broken up with my ex at the time and I was my when you feel like every time I woke up something bad was happening. Mm. Like, my heart was just up. I just mm. couldn't. I did not have peace of mind. Yeah. Like, mm. I just could not. I'd wake up. In, do you know that moment? Do you know when your heart gets when something you feel like something bad's going to happen? Mm, 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 mm. I was in that constant state. Oh, like that constant state of something bad's going to happen. Mm. Something bad's going to happen. And I just could not get peace. And someone, I remember one one phone call, I was like, no, I'm, there's something on. My sister called me and she was laughing on the phone. I heard crying. Yeah. Like, oh my God, oh my God, what's, what's happened? Like yeah. instantly. But she was, ah. I was like, oh my God. Like in yeah. I, my head, I don't know why, I just thought she was crying. Yeah. So I was like, oh my God, what's happened? Like yeah. something happened to the kids like instantly. And I was like, I was Forgot consistently it. living mm. like that. And for me, and that's why I'm like, I can't push prayer aside because at, to be fair, at the point I was so ignorant about mental health, I had no, no part mm. of me thought I should go see a therapy. No part of me probably thought it was anxiety. Mm. Mm-hmm. It, sounds was, like it sounds like it was. Yeah. yeah. But in my head, all I was saying is, oh, I don't have peace of mind. I feel like mm. something's going wrong. Mm. But I couldn't, I couldn't name it and be mm. like, oh, maybe I've got anxiety sort mm. of thing. I was just like, oh, I just, I'm, I'm just on edge all the time. And for me, it was just like, okay, cool. Like, I, I was, I just prayed more and I was just like, let me get baptized. Let me see if mm. this is what's going to, like, if giving my life to this is mm. what's going to help me. I don't know. I felt like that was, I was kind of like, felt like I was pushed towards mm. that. And do I feel like it helped me massively? Yeah, absolutely. Mm. Mm-hmm. It probably hasn't cured a lot of things, but it helped me massively. Mm. Yeah. Like I felt like after coming out of it, it was kind of like, huh. Relief. Yeah, mm. sort of thing. And it wasn't like the next day I was great. 
everything was that's that's mm. that's a story for TV. That's not a story for real life. Yeah, it wasn't yeah, like yeah. that straight away. It did take a bit. I was still kind of like, what's and eventually that feeling just went away, mm. and mm-hmm. I and I was fine. Obviously, that is not the solution for anyone. Mm. That was the solution for me. So a lot of people, it, was, it yeah. can be cancer. It can be therapy. But I think there's things like that where it's like sometimes we're so ignorant stuff you can't even articulate that. Why is that anxiety? Yeah. Mm. And because like people throw the word around so um yeah that's like so true. yeah mm. they just throw it out oh my god i'm so anxious today yeah, 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 yeah. cuz being yeah. anxious about my future is something i have but it's not i don't feel it's like not, it's anxiety it's not yeah. like a crippling anxiety yeah yeah, yeah it doesn't stop me from doing it yeah. Yeah, yeah, if yeah, anything yeah. anxious about my future makes me want to do stuff mm. cuz i was like i have to yeah. so at the Even moment the word i depressed as well we yeah. around yeah, yeah, yeah. Too casually. Oh, oh, I feel oh, I'm so depressed, so depressed today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But I think that was just ignorance because we didn't know because, again, we weren't having these conversations. No one talked yeah. about it. So it was just the word you use when you're just, things aren't going well. Do you know what But I mean? it's even scary, but like, to think about now. the vocabulary that I use now because I know, like, with dealing with anxiety, though, there are certain things that I don't type. Mm. So, like... Um, when it's say if I'm laughing, I'm like, oh my god, you're killing me, or I'm dying. Mm. I, do you know what I think? Like, no, I was thinking about that Nigerian. the other day. <sighs> That's the I can I was, never say, "Lol, lol, uh, I'm yeah, dying." Dying no, from I what? God forbid. You know what? That was, I was literally that. thinking like, the other day. I was thinking, no, I don't like it. I say that a lot. I'm like, oh my god, you're gonna die. Oh my god, I am dying. Like I say it a, a lot, yeah. Yeah. but I literally don't. I don't mean I it like that. No, kind of I know. But oh, that's, that, that's so dead. Like, like I'm oh, ready to die. I'm not so ready. Dead, yeah. I'm like, not I use that so often. I'm like, oh my god, you're gonna die. Oh my god, yeah. You do I'm actually, dead. I say it all the time. People say to me, I'm like, God forbid. In my head, I don't say it like that. Even when I read it, I'm done. God forbid. Like I don't, I don't find things. I can't say it. I'm entirely too. When I strip his song, all his friends are dead. Hey, you will never hear me sing it. That nah. song is actually That song's very I demonic Very wild Push me to the edge And then now so like, You're, you're tweeting are, madness All yeah. <laughs> your friends are That's dead. your personal <laughs> problem My friends are alive and well In Jesus name Amen, <laughs> Amen. <laughs> It can never be me yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's in that same vein Sasha mm. What is the difference between Having a really bad day Or just having a bad month And being depressed mm. So I think it's kind of like on a spectrum. Mm. I think I view like all like anxiety and depression sort of, it's a continuum. And we all have bad days the same way we all have anxiety. And as you said, like anxiety can sometimes be good in terms of it pushes us to do things, yeah, get yeah. things done. Even like when you're walking out in the street, you jump back. That's mm. your adrenaline, oh, yeah, which is fueling anxiety. But I think it's when it's impacting on your ability to function as you would like to do. Okay, that makes sense. And I think to be sort of diagnosed and to receive help, you don't have to have a diagnosis. So you could go and receive some like guided self-help or CBT and you Mm. wouldn't be diagnosed. Mm. But I think the formal sort of DSM diagnosis, you have to have been um, experiencing symptoms of depression for, I think they've changed it. It was six months. I think they've now put it to one month. What are the symptoms? Um... I can't remember the, all the criteria, but okay. it's things like, um, like a lack of to... interest in yeah. what you normally would have done. Mm. Um, I think withdrawing from like your normal day activities, day. yeah, day to day. But you is would depression have... something we can tick list? I don't know how helpful that is. Mm. Yeah, because when mm. I when I went into my CBT, they were like, okay, like we're just gonna try and figure out, like as you said, where you are, like on the scale of yeah. anxiety, depression, and like panic. And I was like. I know I'm not depressed. Like I, I wake up in the morning and I'm fine. I have to get on with my day with like, you know, Catalea work and whatnot. So she was asking me things like, like when you wake up, do you just want to stay in bed? 
and not do anything. But like, some days I don't <laughs> No, most no, no, but it's on a different scale. Like you actually can't physically. I can't get yourself to do so. Yeah, mm. I feel like I get it. Because when I like sometimes when you teach people, it's like getting out of bed enough was an achievement for me today. Yeah. Like I can't lie to you. Like, mm. like even me stepping outside of my house was a big mm-hmm. deal for me. Mm. And I think, yeah, I, th- I think like, I don't know if everybody knows the difference between, oh, it's just a bad day mm-hmm. or, or is there a difference or is me having a really bad couple of days? Is that depression? That, yeah. I think the space that I'm in, I don't think we need a diagnosis. So if someone's saying like I'm experiencing low mood or symptoms of depression, I think that's enough for them to be able to go and get help. And there's okay. services that definitely will give you help for that. Mm. But in terms of the diagnosis, I think maybe it is helpful for someone who really needs an explanation of what they're going through oh, or it right. allows okay. you to get maybe more um, intense support if that's what you need or medication. But sometimes I just think the diagnosis in itself is quite unnecessary if if you're highlighting all these things that are problems for you and you'd want help with that's enough you can just describe those symptoms and get help with them without actually having to like find out if you actually have depression or not where were you Mm -hmm. once so i was just gonna say do you think sometimes the diagnosis can ever be a negative thing in the sense that if say someone they might have the mental like capability to just push through but then when you get the diagnosis it might make you feel like feel like you're sicker than what you are mm, yeah I think it depends on you know person to person mm. I can imagine that that would be quite difficult for young people yeah um so like really identifying with the label that they've been given mm. and that could be like quite difficult and I think especially for some people that would really scare them off and that's what like keeps the stigma going yeah but I understand there are definitely like pros to diagnosis mm. as well but for me it's not something that because you're identifying it then as like I am depressed mm. and I think actually you know I'm suffering with depression yeah but it's not the like uh, it's not who you are of me. it's something yeah. you're going through yeah because I think anyone can sort of have low mood as we all have bad days that could then manifest into something more extreme for all of us Mm. I think do you think everybody will be depressed at some point in their life or do you think there's anybody that just goes through life do you think it's even a seasonal thing or do you think you can like I'm sorry this is ignorant if you're depressed you think you're just a depressed person your whole life or do you think it's like I have seasons of depression yeah it can yeah it can be both I think there's like evidence that people genetically are like more predisposed Mm. to dealing with things um in a way that's kind of making them depressed and Mm. like having a low mood um so there's that factor and it's not to say like oh this person's depressed for their whole life but it's just their way of dealing with things or their genetic makeup is gonna Mm. sort of result in that more throughout their life Mm. But then I think um, I think it's seasonal depression. It's actually called, and it's like when oh, that's people, sad. yeah. yeah. Um, so there's that as well, and there's kind of like controversy of whether that's actually a real thing or not. Oh, but it? I think for me, I definitely think things the are more difficult. My mood. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I think yeah. that's actually such a scary thought because, like, when I've had a drink and um, like I get into my feelings, and then let's say I've had like a physical symptom and my head is like, okay, mm. I've drunk way too much. I'm actually going to die tonight. Um, I sit there and even though I know I'm not dying, um, I'll be like, is this my life now forever? Mm. Like, it's actually so scary to think about, like, as you said, is it a seasonal thing? Is it a temporary thing? Am yeah. I going to get over this? Like, is CBT going to help? Is talking to my friends and family going to help? Or 
is this me now? Mm-hmm. Like, am I going to take this with me for the rest of my life? And mm. honestly, it is such a horror and it's daunting. Mm. Mm. I think it's about like with CBT, it's not about changing. So it might be that for the rest of your life, you notice physical symptoms more. Yeah. And that might just be a thing that you pick up on those more quickly than other people but with the therapy hopefully it will get to the point where you notice it and you're applying your techniques before it gets to the point where it's really affecting you Mm. so I think it might be that you have the initial thought but it's not going to pan out in the same way as it is when it was at its worst kind of thing yeah it's definitely got much better thank god Mm. Um, I feel like uni could probably be there was a time at uni I was like shit am I depressed yeah like I was down. Like, I used to live mm. with, like, a bunch of my friends. And they would come in. They would honestly think I'm not in the house. But I mean, I'm just like my room in the dark. And mm. I could just sit there the whole day. Mm. Yeah, I found uni really difficult. Yeah, last year... What do you, th- was... you think it was about uni, though? <sighs> the study uni aspect. can feel... The study aspect, the stress of it, blah, blah, mm. blah, blah. And I think it's the first time ever in education where your life is in your hands now. Yeah, you're left to your own device. Like, there's nobody, mm. like, whereas, okay, secondary school, primary school, there was always a, someone oh, you do school, mm. you, someone, like, if you didn't come in, someone called your mum. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, do you know what I mean? People yeah, yeah. were out here looking out for you and they kind of, you kind of, was not on your responsibility, but uni was on me. Mm. Mm. And it's also the added pressure of not only is the educational side on you, but just your general life. Yeah. Like, there's not rice at home. There's no <laughs> Unless you've cooked it. That literally, like, to me, <laughs> I was, like, my best friend, we used to live together at the time, she, could, she would tell you, she'd be like, I, oh, I will literally come in and you'll just be sat there in the dark just looking mm. and she said and all you ate was egg <laughs> that was oh. all like in food wise because mm. I was like oh that's anything I have to I, yeah. I can't remember to cook I'll just, I'll just fry egg that's mm. literally all I ate yeah and she was like it was just a weird and at the time and how nobody came up to me in terms I don't know I just feel like I just got all right again over it, yeah mm. it's weird because yeah. that happens to me like this like stuff that's happened or whatever and I'm just like I can feel or I can almost feel myself maybe like potentially sinking into that but then I'm like no you yeah, are, you're not yeah, gonna be. Yeah. You are not going to be depressed. Snap out of it. I don't know what that is like in me. I don't know, like, but I just know that that's, that happens to me a lot. Like, even sometimes if I'm having a bad day, like, and I don't want to go to work or whatever, I'm just in a bad mood. I'll be like, no, you need to snap out of this, and I literally yeah. snap out of it, and then I just go about my day and I don't think about it. But I think I get the depression is you can't. But snap exactly. Out of it. But I yeah. guess that's like what, you, that's you can't. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. You don't have that voice that's saying. You know, and even outside of the person actually dealing with it, in terms of like your experiences and like just like just tell it just so it doesn't like we're just getting someone <laughs> random that's read things off Google, just to, like yeah. tell them what it is that you do actually, mm. so that no one just thinks like it's just a random person. Mm-hmm. So if you just say like what it is that you do as well, that would be great. What as in that as in like yeah role. yeah yeah. So I guess for me, I'm assessing people, um, and that is looking at the day-to-day their thoughts their behaviors and it's just looking at their whole cycle Mm. and then we're going to be able to identify particular thoughts or behaviors or the way that they're feeling and it's going to relate to symptoms of anxiety low mood and different kinds of anxiety as well so there's panic or social phobias or specific phobias of like particular objects Mm. um and we're able to like identify those and i'm not even trying to be a dickhead yeah but I'm really scared of dogs. Is that a... So, that's just, I think that's just more of an African thing. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a fact of my life, you know. Yeah, same. There's dogs everywhere. I've, there's no, jobs your like, office takes the piss, No, there's though. jobs I've had to turn down, like, because of 
how scared of dogs I am. Oh my god! Because I'm a P- I'm a PA, so it's just like I've had like job offers that have been like sick jobs. That but part so of it that is anxiety. Part that of, be anxiety. Yeah, like, part of it is um, walking the the man's dog Absolutely going not. into the into his flat to check on his dog, and Absolutely I'm just like, no, nah, I can't do that because I'm fucking scared of dogs. Mm. But I was bitten by a dog, so I've got reason to be scared because yeah. that actually happens to me. But Lani, what's your excuse? I'm a nan and a dog, and it chased me. In Nigeria, oh, it's actually yeah, so scary. It's definitely, a yeah, yeah, yeah. I, mean, I love dogs. I never forget that dog chasing my life. We don't life. really have cats and stuff. Dog, we, you do. Well, in Nigeria, we had dogs, but the dogs, the are different dogs were security. They weren't a part of the household. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so were the security. Separate. Yeah, but I'm sorry to take it mm. in there. I'm no, really no, sorry. no. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm such a trash person. Sorry, can I ask a question? So you know, um, when it comes to medication, at what point does like the doctor or whoever that prescribes it say, look? This is beyond, or not even beyond, because I don't know, maybe it's like a collaborative thing where it's like the counselling and the medication. But at what point does someone need medication? Or can you ever just not be on medication and be okay? Um, I think it's what you was explaining to me, actually, on the way down here. You was just like, it depends what you're going through. Because with me, like you said, it was just anxiety and panic. Mm -hmm. So that would be more CBT rather than putting me on to antidepressants, Mm -hmm. which was the first thing that my doctors actually said, oh, maybe you should try, but... In my head, I was like, no, I don't want to become reliant. Do? Like, it just, what? It, it balances out, um, what does antidepressants do? I don't yeah, I think it's balancing the, like your is it hormones and the yeah. chemicals mm. and things like that? Because oh, essentially it, it, it is a chemical imbalance. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. So it's reducing you, but it can't um, have the desired effect exactly how you want it. Mm. So although it's sort of balancing things out, you might find actually it's playing out that you feel quite flat. Mm. or um, although the anxiety has been reduced so that's not as intense anymore anymore it might be that your really happy times have become less intense as well mm. because it's balancing everything out mm. but I think for some people it's definitely like they would say that changed my life going on medication mm. like in, a good th- okay. in a good way yeah and yeah. um, whereas other people a lot a lot of the side effects have come into play mm. and it's really difficult it's definitely a conversation thing I'll never ever forget I was in like my where you um my old place I've worked before. I was in my office or whatever. And then my manager was like, she went to take a tablet. And I was like, oh, you've got a headache. She was mm. like, that's my antidepressants. Mm. And I was like, I didn't know how to act. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, just be normal. Do you, mean, yeah, do you know yeah, things yeah, that's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like, just be normal, just be normal. Just don't act like it's a... Uh, I was like, oh, okay. And just carried on typing. But mm. at the moment, I was like, did I do the right thing? Yeah. yeah. Was I meant to ask her about it? Like, mm. I, like I kind of didn't know what the reaction is. So like, as well as that like, people that are going through it, because we are in a world where we have to be aware of how to, yeah. like deal with this if it is a family friend that's going through or if it, or is it just has to be one of those things that that's how it is now we can't we can't like it's a big deal it mm. can just be like she's taking her paracetamol more because she's not feeling well and mm. she's taking her paracetamol and she's taking an antidepressant because mm. of what she's going through mm. yeah i think the fact that she said it to you is like quite powerful yeah like, like it re- I, would, I was just like Wah. yeah and i think it's nice that you can get to a place where clearly for her, she does see it exactly like that. I'm going through something. This is what's helping me. And it's okay to speak about it. Mm. But I know for some people, it's a huge stigma. Mm. And like they, I, but I do feel like if they didn't want to have the conversation, they wouldn't have announced wouldn't have that they it, were yeah. taking it. I felt yeah. like it was yeah. actually, like it actually yeah. moved me. I was like, wow, yeah, yeah that's, was comfortable enough that's, that's that. what it is. Because if yeah. we remember that time ago, when there was that advert, about one of the first adverts mm. about mental health, and it was someone that had been off work for a little while, mm. and they'd come in and then someone was trying to have a conversation with them over the water cooler. And it was like, normally, let's say someone like had a car accident or hurt their foot, whatever, you know, like, how's your foot? How are mm. you? Blah, 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 blah. But when it's, you know, like something's happened, mm. or they've had some sort of like mental breakdown or whatever, they come back, you're like, I don't know what yeah. to say. Yeah. Sort yeah, of thing. So is it something that we speak about? Like, 
about as if to say, I've broke my leg. And it's like, hey, how are you? How are you feeling? Are you feeling better? If it is open news. Mm. I think if it's like open and you're close with the person, um, acknowledging what they've been through is quite nice. Mm. But I think it is down to like an individual person of like how they're going to react. Mm. I don't think there's like one blanket rule. But I think we do need to come to a point where in workplaces, maybe it's spoken about by someone who like in management Mm. so that we know how we're approaching these kind of things. Or in schools, we know the level of communication around these things rather than on an individual level Mm. because you shouldn't really be sitting with it thinking oh how do I approach this Mm. it should be kind of like the ethos of where you are Mm -hmm. that is already put out there that these things are okay to speak about Mm. but it's difficult I think workplaces are doing better though they're starting to implement things I know definitely at my company they're doing really really like they're doing an amazing job of implementing it and just like letting everybody know that if you need to take like a personal day Take the person away. That's completely not my workplace, boy. And they've done this thing where they have this thing called well-being. And so, like every month, someone comes in to speak to everybody and just like that's amazing. Have these kind of conversations, and they're also literally paying for everybody to do something once a month, like that the company will pay for. So if it's gym, they'll pay for your gym membership. Just something that makes you feel better mentally. That is that is amazing. Yes, they literally pay for my gym. Like it's not work that causes as well. Well, there's some times I've been dead and I can't even. Like, it's the space that's like actually just, making me feel like this. They don't want that on their hands. It's just the option to like work from home if you need to. Just making people's lives more convenient in the yeah. workplace. Because honestly, these work people will kill you. They will. You know? They Not actually, my workplace, but <laughs> My workplace will. So yeah, no, it's, it's really important in the workplace. It, like even calling in sick, mm. I feel like, you know, you'll call in and it's fine for you to say something like, I'm really feeling unwell, like mm. I've got a cold or something like that. And you're happy to d- discuss that. Mm. And you'll return to work and there won't be any follow-up. Mm. Whereas I find it's a difficult conversation or people feel it is to be able to call in and say like, you know what, I actually just need a day yeah. to focus on my mental health. Yeah. yeah. Um, And I don't feel that that would just be left. I feel like there would be a thing of, do you need further support mm-hmm. with this? And I think that's what deters people from being honest. Yeah, Because I think a lot of people would just yeah. say, I'm not feeling well. Yeah, because as I said, my first panic attack was actually at work and my manager, um, she was one explaining to me what she thought that I had, which, Mm. you know, Mm. anxiety and panic. And um, I remember there was a couple of times where I texted her and I was like, look, I'm going to be no use to you today. Mm. I am a mess. I'm on edge. And she was so supportive, but it was just her. Like, it wasn't like, you know, other colleagues, Mm. um, so yeah, she would be like, you know what, it's fine. Take the day, do what you're doing. If you need mm-hmm. me, I'm here, which is amazing. And then she left and then the whole place went downhill. Mm. Always happens. It's always the good ones. It always, always lose, Oh, so sad. <laughs> the good ones always. Literally, literally. Always so sad. When you manage it, the thing is, right, if I've got a manager and they've left, if I can't get their job, what's the point of them leaving? Like, yeah. <laughs> sorry, yeah, exactly. this is be beneficial here, but I can call them yeah, yeah, now. Am yeah. I gonna, is that, is that going to be my new job? Or yeah, exactly. am I going to start getting their paycheck sort of thing? <laughs> But yeah. no, it's it's yeah, it's mad. It's yeah, I've I've learned a lot in the last couple of years in terms of when it comes to mental health and yeah, even acknowledging me and allowing myself to have days off as well. Because I think, and I think Audrey, that's probably what you. I feel like you need to allow yourself to have days off. You don't always have to snap out of shit. 
What do you mean? You don't feel your feelings. I'm not. I'm not trying. No, I'm not trying no, to no, I don't. pull you out. I don't. <laughs> but you legitimately don't allow yourself to feel your feelings. But I don't. I just move on from things yeah. really quickly. Mm. That's what I was saying before. I don't know if I've got all these deep rooted things within me that I've suppressed or if I'm okay. I genuinely don't know. Because like even with you not I'm being a confrontational yeah. person. Obviously, I'm not saying anyone should be a I'm confrontational so person. Good at suppressing shit. But like someone will annoy or drum like bring. It. She's like, no, there's no point. I'm like, just fucking yeah. say it to them. Like, no, I do. I do. I push a lot. I sweep a lot of shit under the carpet. But a lot of that. Is is like I think about the the kind of fallout after and I just think is it really worth the extra stress that's going to come with it but at the same yeah. time sometimes it is because it, because then if someone does something and I hold it in I'm the one that has to deal with the consequences of like internalizing that and they'll do, do it again I mean? yeah. and the person's going to do it again and it's like how much do you sweep under the carpet before you actually address something do you know what I mean mm. so there is definitely that balance like I am gen- gen- generally quite an unbothered person but when things do bother me like I'm also not good at speaking like even at home like with my husband he I will hold shit in and then it explodes like that's how I deal with things which yeah. isn't good do you know what I mean but yeah because yeah. before I used to be so confrontational and I never used to mind like pulling people up on their shit and I was cool with that but since having the anxiety anxiety as well well in my case it like made my vocabulary like deteriorate extremely like there are things I know that I know but um I'm not good at describing things because I just go into I don't know I just go nervous and I go blank Mm, so now I'm like okay if I'm gonna argue with someone I need to bullet point things and I need to come with some facts Mm. because if I go in there Mm. and have this argument with this person Mm. I'm just going to go blank and they're just going to eat me alive. Mm. If I just was, if I was smarter and had more patience to be in uni and do more, I would have been a lawyer. <laughs> if, if I was, if I just had a bit more intelligence and I had more patience yeah. to be in education for longer, I'd have been a lawyer. But who's got that fucking time? No. I can, uh, I love an argument. I definitely can't. I argue. love it. They would lose, every single client would go to jail. <laughs> for be, real they'd all be going down no I just like I, I'm i someone that pulls people up on things because I I can't let things eat me up why mm. should I suffer yeah, should, again I guess thing. it's down to not wanting mm. to suffer like yeah. if something's offended and for me again it's probably not I have one deals with it I can talk about it cool we can carry on as normal Mm. Yeah, 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 but other people yeah. was like, no, give me time. Like, yeah, I need to yeah, let yeah. what you just said to me marinate yeah, and like yeah, make yeah. sure I'm okay. But mm. I'll be like, yeah, you're this one, my brother. And next one, I was like, yeah, so when we meet, you know, you do that mm. thing or no? Mm. Yeah, and then they're still like acting funny well. towards me. I'm like, why yeah. are you being funny for? We yeah, sorted yeah. it out. Like, I, I spoke like about that. it, but mm. it's like, no, to them, you sorted it out. Mm. And I think as well, like, how much you care about that person as well. Because I know if I don't care about you, oh, whatever, man, I'm not going to deal with it. But if I care about you, like, yeah, I'm going to pull you up on something mm. and then we can have a conversation about it. But I'm very much so like you. I, I can get over things very, very easily. When it's like mental health and dating, yeah? Mm. Oh God. I, yesterday, have you seen seen the lady, the woman on the train or whatever that film's called? The girl on the train. The girl on the train. I've read the book. The film is shit. I watched that film yesterday. Do you think the film was good? Um, It was okay. It's because you haven't read the book. Yeah, it was okay. But I was just like thinking about what men can do to literally drive you to that they point. They will make you mad. Because the whole point in that story was that basically it was the man's fault. He drove her he drove her completely crazy to the point where she Wait, go on the train or gone girl? Girl on the train. Oh okay. Yeah. Gone girl fucking Yeah, hell, Gone Girl's mad as well. I remember the first time I watched Gone Girl, yeah. I saw that and I cinema. was like I think I watched it I saw it in the cinema and yeah. I, think I've, I think I watched Gone Girl about five times. I'm not even someone that really likes to repeat films but I can I'll watch Gone Girl again yeah, today. Yeah, it's a good film. When I first watched it, I was like, oh, this girl was a fucking bitch, yeah. man. Oh, she's so evil. Second watch, I was like, you know what? 
I can't even understand where she's coming you from. You drove her here. But the third watch, I was on her side. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's what he deserves. Good, good, good girl mm. sort of thing. Mm. I'm not even saying, I'm not even talking about mental health and dating in terms of what men or partners can drive you to. I mean, in terms of like, if you're going through something, mm. do you think it's a good time to date? Do you, how quickly do you tell people, oh, this is mm, what I'm going a, through? Because it's like, if you are someone that's, I don't know, and we keep saying depression, like it's, it's not the only mental health I know, but in terms of like, let's say you are, and you're someone that when you're going through your episodes or anything, you just don't talk to anybody. Mm. And trying to get someone that understands that is harder. Like, just mm. talk to me because obviously, if you love someone, I want to be here for you. I want to hear all your problems. But like, how I deal with this, that I just go silent mm. or something. Is there like, should you not date during that time? Should you tell people what you're going through? How early should you tell people? Or is it all just whatever you feel like? I think it's hard, but I think if you're noticing that that's like a consistent thing for you and it's like contributing to the fact that you can't maintain something with someone, whether it's like just dating or a relationship, I think for me, that's like a sign that you need to go to therapy because I really it's just about and it's not so much for the other person but it's for you if you're noticing that you want to be able to share things with someone and you can't Mm. then that's like impacting on how you'd like to function. Mm. Um, so it's something that you can like work on with thought challenging yeah. or possibly counselling if it stems from something that's happened um, but I do think it's really difficult because the other person will take it as like a reflection of themselves perhaps Mm-mm. and it's yeah I feel like it can get really messy if I had money I'd do a scheme where like I just paid for black men to go to therapy oh god a lot of them need it and black men are concerned because that's who I'm dating yeah <laughs> like no seriously a lot of men have a lot of internalised like, issues like mm-hmm. do you know how I feel issues. so sorry for guys like just guys mm. that they can't talk about things yeah, yeah. Oh like gosh, yeah, it's the one problem. thing that I actually feel so sorry for them mm, for like yeah. the ones that can't I'm like I feel so bad for mm. you that you feel like you can because I've got like I've got quite a lot of male friends I'm like what's going on are you okay mm. and like they're like oh you know I'm cool I'm cool yeah yeah yeah, mm. yeah I think I'm cool that's I'm like cool. that's the uh, the negative effect of patriarchy for them oh my god I mean? it's awful in the sense that they it's not manly to talk about your feelings it's not manly to open up not all men I'm sure there are some men that will talk but for the ones that can't, and they don't even recognize that's what it is. Yeah, it was. Uh, there's this scene in oh, what's that sh- um, Christmas film? Black Christmas film. Hol- the holiday. The best yeah. man. Best, best man, man holiday. Yeah. Best man. You both heard about best man holiday. <laughs> <laughs> it's the scene where um, the guy is like crying, and then the other guy's like, "Do you need money?" Mm, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's always about women <laughs> or money. It was like he didn't want else to do something, mm, and it's so yeah. funny. And that's the thing I've got running with like my guy friends now. When they're like, I feel like they're down or going through stuff, and I was mm. like, oh, do you, do you need money? Yeah. But I know it's not a money thing, but I know it's mm. a way for them to open up to be like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, me yeah. asking you, what's up? Yeah. 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 So it's a running joke we have amongst ourselves, like, oh, oh do, do you need money? Yeah. Sort mm. of thing. So it's kind of like, cool, what's actually happening? I, I feel so sad for guys that they don't get that. They don't yeah. get to be like, I like I love that as a woman I am allowed the privilege of being vulnerable. Yeah, and yeah. you can just really yeah. like, talk about your emotions. Like I'm allowed that privilege and no one ever thinks I'm a weak bitch for yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But no, if never. you do that's your own fucking problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Men don't really have that luxury. They don't really have that privilege. And I feel like if you're dating somebody that's like really like that, that does become hard for you because then if they're closed off all the time and they're internalizing all these things, you can't help them because you don't know what's wrong with them. Do you know what I mean? And it kind of like, it's a revolving door because it ends up affecting you. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's one thing I'm happy about myself. This, oh, I have to be a strong black woman doesn't affect me in the slightest, bro. Yeah, no. I will be the you. weakest yeah. bitch and no one can tell me nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't carry that weight on yeah, my shoulders yeah, yeah. and I really hope a lot of black women stop carrying that weight on yeah. your shoulders. If You're I not... need to cry, I, I will definitely cry. Yeah, like being magical doesn't make you invisible to have feelings, to yeah, make you yeah, hurt, yeah. blah, 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 blah. And I think sometimes we're kind of told this magical thing is great, black girl magic is great and mm. amazing, but sometimes it makes us feel like we can't feel things because we're magical and yeah, we're strength we're strong, and we're strong. Yeah. No, sometimes it really shit be really getting but really real. All of real. that stuff is scary actually. It's dangerous because it manifests itself in so many different ways. Yeah. Not just mentally because it's like, even if I think about how many of our mums and aunties probably mom, suffered things. My mum has suffered. But like, they, it, yeah. my, like that's, a, that's an African thing. Like my mum would never in a million years like open up and just be like, yeah. Like, because to her, that's her role. That's her responsibility. My responsibility is... I've got these kids. I've got this husband. Yep. This is, like you just deal with it. You don't stop and talk about things. You don't stop and think yep. about things. But it's weird though because she was raised like that, but she didn't really raise us like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I only think that that that's only because of the profession that they're both in. Yeah, yeah, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So they kind of learn more Western <coughs> ways of doing things, which sometimes can be good as well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, but otherwise, like I know my mom was just just strength is just all she knows. Yeah, it's just mad. It's just mad. I, I like my mom. Um, my mom definitely thinks it's mad. My mom definitely thinks mental health issues is a white problem. Yeah, same. My mom, yeah. I can't lie. Mm. She'll be like, oh, you know mm. white people, they're not really strong. Yeah. And it's yeah, like yeah. she'll say it's just yeah, like normal yeah. things. Yeah. But then again, that's because she's been told as black woman, you have to kind yeah, of strength. strength. So yeah. they're kind of allowed mm. to be weak. So, like, you know, it's this kind of, yeah. but like for her, she can't be weak. Weak for what? Mm. For what? Mm. And it's also because she's going to look after her kids. Because of the things they've seen back home as well. Yeah. yeah. So, in comparison to the things that people might, yeah. they might see as like a minor thing, it's just like, <laughs> You're depressed about what? Because you couldn't, because you couldn't go to the club with your friends. That's that's not a reason to. Be, that's that's like whatever. Like, my, do you know what I mean? They just wouldn't understand it in comparison. Like, in comparison, if you go yeah. back home where people are literally, you see children on the streets. Then like people are going through. Yeah, like, that's, they'll do so a all, And trust. I think that's a problem, like in the African community, because as far as they're concerned, someone's always suffering more. So therefore, your problems yep. are it's not that bad. kind of like diminished. How you have food? You have yeah, house, you have exactly. This. Yeah, well, I know. Yeah, but, yeah, 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 I can have all of those things. I don't still be upset. Yeah, I kind of have all these things, but still not. Really it's feel great. Yeah, exactly. I can have a yeah. great job. I can have a Definitely. house. I can have people that mm. I know love me. But mentally, like you said, it's a chemical mm-hmm. imbalance. I just don't feel right. Yeah, exactly. I'm still. I'm not okay. Yeah. yeah. I think for me, um, obviously, with my auntie and uncle that raised me, because they go through it um, with a child of theirs already. Mm. They kind of were a bit more, not lenient with me, but they kind of knew what to do with me and mm. with how like I was feeling and stuff. Instead of the, what my auntie used to say to my to my cousin, I used to hear her, she, she used to say exactly the same thing. Oh, you know, make sure you pray, like you should be grateful. You have mm. a house, you you know, you have these amazing kids, um, your family's healthy and kind of like pushed it to a side. Yeah. But as they've like been dealing with it now for many, many years, I feel like with me, kind of they didn't really put it on a back burner Mm. they were Mm. like you know this is what you've got deal with it and Mm. I'm okay like I'm okay and I'm here to help you Mm. so I remember actually telling them about it and I burst out crying Marnie was just like first of all she gave me a hug Mm. and then she prayed for me and then she was just like we can get you help. Like you it's help. it's yeah. fine. It's okay. That must be so confident. To that's that's yeah. that's the reaction you want. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like we can get. My mum will not understand it. No, my mum doesn't understand it. 
I don't know what it is. Maybe because my auntie's with a, a Welsh Irish man that she gets. A, so it's just a cultural thing, man. Yeah. Like back home, you're not having these conversations. I know it's definitely getting better, like back home, but for the longest while, it just wasn't a conversation we have because you're worrying about your hustling. Do you know what I mean? When you're worrying about where the food yeah. food is coming from, who the hell's got time to That's think about your That's what you're saying your, in that episode. Feelings? Like, our, like our parents haven't been able to stop to think about their things because mm. they're still hustling. Exactly. They're still trying yeah. to survive. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you're trying to survive, you're not trying to get through that mentality mm. of like, oh, what's your feelings? Mm. Exactly, and that's no like the like, moment's got, yeah, got time yeah. to think about feelings. Like, in all my mum talks to me when we talk, it's like, How are you? How's work? Mm. And how are you? Is this a it's not like Literally, I don't actually know, mum. I'm yeah. actually really like, yeah. and mm. I was like, Yeah, which one are Like, okay, mm. that sort of thing. It won't be like, Oh, won't let's stop here, yeah. I feel like we've kind of had the privilege, like our generation, yeah. To, be able to give time to that kind of stuff yeah. and I think that's why it's like coming more into awareness more so because we've like we actually have the time mm. because it's I don't think it's that people didn't want to but like you said it's like it wasn't on the forefront there were other yeah, things yeah. that have to be dealt with yeah but it's so scary especially when you see like you're seeing like young people on like Twitter and stuff that are dying like people that are like taking their own yeah. lives that was yeah. for me is what's made me really because like I like I said I, I wouldn't have considered myself as someone that can necessarily relate but then when like you hear about people that have taken their own lives, people that are like in my age group that, that have killed themselves. I'm just like, no, you never know what people what are people going through. Into, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's kind of given me that empathy in a sense to think like you, you someone might seem like they're okay, but you'd never truly know. I was watching no. that interview with Michelle Williams mm. and she was saying that she went, she went to like, uh, what do you, what's the right word to call it? Like a... Therapist. No, no, like where you live in. I don't want to, I don't want to know what about mental it, I don't, don't want to call it that. Oh, an inpatient. Like an inpatient. In, what is it called? Sorry? Like an inpatient. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Service. So she was like, she yeah. was like, they'll be having dinner or something. She was like, and everyone just looks fine. Mm-hmm. There's no erratic behavior. Mm-hmm. There's nothing to mm-hmm. be like, yeah, mm-hmm. she's going through it. There's nothing to mm-hmm. spot them. They've they've all got like everybody yeah. looks fine. So and that's the world we're living in. Everybody looks fine on the mm-hmm. outside, but you don't really, really know the turmoil they're going through. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. true because like I was saying in the beginning, my I when I thought about mental health, it's only recently we've started to talk about it in like on this in this kind of spectrum. But like it was literally people with schizophrenia and we had a lady in our family who had severe schizophrenia, like to the point where the, like, the family had to pin her down. Like she eventually died oh, really? in, in a home. Like that's how bad it was. So when I saw that, I was like, whoa, like I don't have that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like that's yeah. literally just what I thought it was. Like it was so bad. And I remember one time she was at my nan's sister's house and she would have episodes like one minute she'd be fine and she'd be downstairs washing the dishes, being completely okay. And then the next minute she was having like a fit. Like I've never seen anything like it before mm. in my life. And I remember like I've just got this memory of my nan. She was asleep after she'd had an episode and she was sleeping and my nan needed to go to the toilet and the bathroom was next door to the room. She And I just remember I was like five or six being so so scared that she was going to wake up and attack my nan because that's how severe hers was do you know what I mean so yeah those are my memories that's what I think when I think when I thought of mental health but you don't think of people that just look okay that look healthy do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean and Charlemagne was saying that like you know I know right my guy he was saying because he's got his new book out which is about his anxiety and stuff like that the shook ones and he was saying how like you know we go to the gym for our body we eat healthy for our body but like why is there a stigma attached about people exercising their brain because at the end of the day Mm -hmm. like the brain is an organ the brain is an organ as well and when you go to a therapist or you see a counsellor that is medicine for for that and that's why you should go before Mm. anything because I don't go to the gym when I've got to a point of 
no return. Yeah, people, yeah. Oh, I, I do. But yes. like people, go, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I do. but people go to the gym as a part of mm, their routine. Mm, they go mm, to the gym. It's not like, oh, I've reached this weight. That's yeah, why I'm yeah, going yeah, to the gym. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So why is that you're going to wait to reach, reach yeah, this point before happens. going to go talk to mm. someone? Why can't you just have it as part of your daily? Mm. I don't think it's different because it's expensive and things like that. Because even when at a point when I was, I wanted for a therapist to talk to someone, I was like, I really want a black woman. Mm. And I was like, is that even mm. an option? Like had, it's, it's hard. hard. Yeah. Is it? Is it? Yeah. Really, it's like going shopping. You need to shop around mm-hmm. and really find a person that's gonna be able to sort of relate to you and understand your experience. Yeah, because when I listen to the read, they talk a lot about mm-hmm. their therapists and stuff. And they're like, yeah, I've had a few because I couldn't. I was sure that there's people that I spoke to. Yeah. And I was like, no, nah, this woman is not it. Not for mm. me. But it's, yeah, it's mad. Like Charlemagne was saying the same thing. He was saying that he his psych- psychiatrist, no. His therapist, sorry, is a is a white woman. Yeah. And for him, he wanted someone the complete opposite that didn't have any bias whatsoever. Like uh, someone that completely was from uh, not from his world at all, that could look at all of his issues with a completely like objective. I want view. someone to get it though, because I want someone I want to be able to be like, yeah, and I prayed and I and then she understands mm, mm, mm. that mm-hmm. I'm not stupid. I think that's gonna that I don't need to do this. Yeah. Because I, I, I feel like someone's come from there like, well, that's not the answer, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And I can't take someone telling me that's not mm, the answer mm. because this is this is this means a whole lot to me. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what? Even that scares me, you know, like celebrities and having to go through therapy and how they deal with anxiety because like, obviously we're not famous, but mm. um, even stuff like going on Twitter and typing in the hashtag, I really hate seeing, I, I hate thinking, oh my God, is there going to be like That's a bad comment about me? Yeah. Like, you know, when people see me out, like what are they going to think and stuff? Because I mean, like you see so many celebrities that have like turned to drugs, that have had an overdose, that have committed suicide and stuff. And you think, oh my God, but you you were famous. You've got mm. money. Because for the longest time when I was younger, all I wanted to do was be a famous singer. Mm. And I wanted to be famous and I wanted to be known and I wanted to be in the limelight. And now I'm like... I don't really want that, you know. I don't want to be in the limelight. Like, I want to enjoy what I'm doing and get paid from it. But I don't really want to be in the limelight like that. Because I don't know how people like Kim Kardashian... No, but that's different. Because there are mad, stupid, famous people mm. that keep their private life private. Yeah, mad. Mm-hmm. And they are stupidly famous. Mm. There was, like, there's bare of them. That's, like, you just don't Adele, know about... Adele. Who is M? Even someone like Kerry Washington. We've never seen her kid before. Yeah, never seen her kid. Even yeah. Lauren London. No, never seen her kid. Yeah, like, there were just certain people like, you yeah, can, this, you like, can do I'm going to give you mm. what I'm going to give you mm. and that's it. I feel mm. like, in terms of, like, with fame, like, people feel like you have to be a Kim Kardashian and give her all. Mm. Yeah. That's just the route she shows up. Yeah, there's different mm. ways to do it. I think even with social... I post a lot on social media and I feel like if you watch that, you feel like you, you don't know shit about me. Yeah, yeah, You know yeah. what it is I gave you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could be having mad and four kids at home. Yep. Who knows? I don't. Yeah, I don't, guys. Sport. Please, please. please. I just want to get this message out. This has got nothing to do with mental health. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have bare man on my phone. And even if I did, Kings. You wouldn't know. Don't let that deter you. Exactly. It should just be a challenge, son. There is no ring. Until you see a ring, that's your only determinant. Is that a word, determinant? Yeah. Yeah. Prior to a ring, don't be deterred. Yeah, come. <laughs> come forth, young kings. <laughs> yeah, young kings. Yeah. He'll try. I need a I competitive man. <laughs> no, that's true. No, that is actually so much jokes. Yeah. Um, I need to start listening to the news again. I, I actually don't like Do you know what? Yeah. Loop. Because I've not listened to the news, I'm mad ignorant to anything yeah. that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. So even when I saw... Because every time I'm... When some the world is going to shit, yeah, I follow their white men um, journalist. Yeah, I just see all of them tweeting. Yeah, I'm just like, what's happening? It out. Yeah. yeah, like that's oh, their food bay. Something that <laughs> <laughs> that's their equivalent of food bay. <laughs> Theresa May is their food mm. bay. They're legitly food bay. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
So I just saw both of them tweeting. I was like, oh, what's happening here? Mm. Like, clearly something's happened with Teresa. Yeah. Teresa. She's up to something again. She didn't resign. That's all I know. Like, honestly, I sound so ignorant. I don't even want to talk about news too tough because I genuinely don't listen to the news. I used to, but I stopped because it just made me really, really angry all the time. I want someone to explain it to me, Brexit in layman's terms. Yeah, literally. What is actually happening here? Like, So we're definitely leaving the EU. Apparently. Yeah, so we're leaving the EU. So we're but leaving... then there's some conspiracy theories. <laughs> Where are we going? That there's some conspiracy theories that Teresa is purposely fucking it up just so no deal gets accepted. Uh... And then that means we have to re-vote. And then we vote stay. Oh, well, if she's but, doing that, then hey, if she's doing my that, sick, then my, yeah, I, I mean, a she's G, a pagan, so she's definitely not doing that. But if she but was doing that, it'll I never know sick. what these politicians are up to. I know it sounds really ignorant, like it sounds so ignorant, and please forgive me. But like, I just feel like regardless we're still gonna have to pay taxes we're still gonna have to pay (laughs) all of this shit so i'm just like you know what let me know when they've decided what's gonna happen because (laughs) either way you take too much of my pay anyway when they start changing the taxing system then i'll pay attention until then like i'm just like whatever like i know that sounds really 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 ignorant and you should like know what's happening in the country and stuff like that but it's just depressing like when i listen to the news it sets me up it's mainly because i don't understand what's happening but do you know who doesn't understand us? Sorry. Do you know who really doesn't understand what's happening? My mum. So uh. when it comes down to voting, yeah, I was like, okay, mum, I'm going to go to the, like, the local primary school where you can like tick and whatever. But you know, they give you the option so you can actually do it at home and send it off or mm. go to the school. Mm. So I went with my mum to the school. She gave her name and they were like, oh, you've already voted. Uh-huh. She's like, Care? No, no, I haven't. I've not voted. Anyways, I voted, yeah. And then when the whole Brexit thing happened, if we were leaving or staying, and then um, the results came and it was like, oh, we were leaving. I come back to my mum packing. I said, what are you doing? She said, that's it then. <laughs> that's it. They're going to send me free ticket to Colombia. No, I said, mum, it doesn't really right. work. Like, in her, no, legit in her head, mm. she thought that she was leaving she to was Colombia. To yeah, yeah, like Aww. she was done. Lesser. England no. after all the words that she's put in, but this is my England too. Exactly. Let me tell you, man. I'm not going anywhere. I'm putting too much. Until I'm ready. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not going anywhere. He's got. Oh yeah, he's got Instagram. He's got Instagram. Everything like it's mad. Like I'm happy for him though. What's gonna be his content though? I'm I'm happy for him. Hasn't he just got one post? No, I just saw that. I just saw that on Twitter. What's he posting? Basically. He's he put water in a cup and he was walking and his son bashed into him and he was like, why are you coming fast? You can't see me. You can't see me. Are you blind? Oh, oh brilliant, man. Brilliant, man. I want more uncles to be on social media. But, no. But not pervy ones because... Yeah, not the pervy ones. Ain't the funny nobody ones. got time And he's always in his uncles. high vis and everyone's commented like, yeah, he's banging Bro. that all the time now. Bro, do you not I have has to. That's his just... image. Yeah, that's his, that's his do you think, thing. If that man walked past me, do you think I know who he is? I would not have If he wore that hat and that high vis, I'd be funny. Funny. Is that his funny? Yeah. Oh, bless him. I would have no clue. I would not recognise him from a can of paint. You recognise the, the, the British what is, superstar. No, please, what is a can of paint? I don't know. I don't even I know where I got that from. A can of paint. What, what, what does that saying come from? Yeah. Okay, what sayings do you not understand? Not do you not understand? Like, what the fuck does that mean? Dog's bollocks. I think I understand um, a can of paint. Because if you can't see the name of, on the paint, yeah, mm. you don't know what colour it is. I don't, know you from a, I don't know you from a can of paint. Basically, basically it just means I don't know you from anywhere. But yeah, but why a can of paint? Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. know you from a jam bar. Um, I don't know. I just heard it and I just started saying it. I know. I get why I don't know you from a hole in the wall. I get that. Is that <laughs> what is yeah. that? I don't know, know you that. from a hole in the wall. I don't know you from a jam fucking tin, mate. How about that? No, that's not one. That's not a saying. No, but <laughs> it could but definitely be a saying because I, can of paint. 
I don't know you from. I don't know. I just know that I say it. What's your favorite saying? Dog um, as well. Come please. That's the dog's bollocks. Yeah, oh, that's that's cockney. That's so cockney there's something slang, to do with yeah. bollocks and thingy that makes a word that sounds good. I don't know. Cockney oh. is very con- confusing. To yeah, me. I love so it. Cockney though. is like, I just fucking love it. Together that outside of that that word makes something. Did I you make up your own language? Pack. Yeah, me and my sister used to be like and day and then and then and We said to the end of every vowel. What? So um, I have a guy, I love a girl, you have a goo. So oh yeah, pigeon. That, but we don't I didn't understand it. it. I didn't understand it what, at what all. What did you say? Have a guy, don't never go. If a guy, never go. Never go. What have I got? Have a guy. Jeffigas. What did you just say? If I don't even never... know what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did she say? I don't even know what I just said. Yeah. <laughs> I, I said, I thought you said, I remember guy, that. I always said, if a guy doesn't go down, that's, that's, yeah. that's what I thought. Oh, yeah, I thought if a guy, never go, but the gay be. If a guy doesn't give heads, then something's up. That's what I interpreted mm. it as. Never go. What's that mean? No. <laughs> oh. Why? What is it? He just needs to say no. But I mean, it's like backslang. So if you want to like have a conversation with someone and like you don't want the other person to know. How do you teach people what you're saying? Oh, I don't know about. How do you teach someone back Everyone learning? knew it and back in the day I really wanted to learn it. I never used to make I just, it up, I, never got I don't think it. everyone knew it because I Is never it? got it, bruv. I never got I used it. I used to have me and my friend, we didn't get what we used to have, so we used to have ski at a pack of words. <laughs> I but ski, love ski, you ski. It's so dumb. It's like, <laughs> no, but it'll be like Tusky, Laski, Niski. What? I, 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 oh, I don't oh, know what that means. That was dumb. It's coded quite well. Tusky, Laski, Niski, Talani. Talani, Ski. So, was ski a part of at the back of every like zip or verb or whatever? or... Ah, English is hard. It's hard so enough. To- I don't, yeah. Tolski. Tolski, Laski, Niski. So Talani. Yeah. With a ski on the end. Yeah, no. But just ski Tolski. There's a ski after every vowel. Oh, it's a tol. Is it a vowel? Uh, right, yeah. let me test you, man. Uh, What's the verb? A verb, a verb is a is describe... It a doing, isn't it a doing word? It's a doing word. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> it's a describing sentence. Is it the of the... The incumbankum. No, do you know what it a is? When is it comes to words. English, if it, if it just wasn't creative writing, bruv, I don't know anything. No, I think English was one of... I loved English at school. I got even got A star in GCSE, actually. Oh, that's it. I absolutely loved English. I loved reading about Harry and Lenny. George and Lenny. George and Lenny. What book was that in? Of Mice, Mice and Men. Do you know we never read it off Mice and Men? Really? Really? No, we done the poem actually. The anthropology. Yeah, I love that. Anthropology was sick. There was that about onions. I just remember a a poem about onions and the layers coming off. And the sari. I remember about sari. What was the sari again? The sari was one of the best poems in the world. I need to read it. It was something about. I think she went to Eminem's Nasari. It was something. It was just. It was basic. I had a base of it. Do you know was it about to, racism? No, no. Do you know you have to go into things? You have to code it. You have mm. to make things make sense. It was just kind of like being Asian and being British. Yeah. And how like the Sabi uh, is this like ultimate thing that is Asian, and then Marks and Spencers is this ultimate British thing. Uh, and her trying to like mix that. So that poem I thought was lit. Yeah, that was I don't really. remember. I that. loved doing poems. But I remember All the I anthropology. Was... We did a, a play. <laughs> of the oh, anthropology. About, no, it was what the, the play because I did. Um, I did A-level English as well. Fucking hell, you went there, mate, didn't you? Bruv, the way I had to redo it. <laughs> <laughs> In oh. A-level, I was lazy. I was oh, like, yeah, I know English. I don't need to care. I don't care. The way I felt, oh, I can't, the way I cried, I got a D and I was devastated. So I redid it. They did get it? D for devastated? Yes, I'm not being funny. You know that? No, wait, you guys missed no, my no, joke. Missed, yeah, we missed what? it because it wasn't fucking funny. Okay. D for devastated. Yeah, as you say, A-level, A-level. I don't for fuck's sake. Um, but I've got another joke. Yay! I've even forgotten it. <laughs> Look how God works. Yeah? <laughs> Nobody in this very oh. moment can tell me they don't serve. I don't serve a living God. 
so happy. I totally, totally forgot. I'm it. so happy you I forgot. I totally it. forgot it's gone out of my head. I had it right there and it's gone. If I remember, I'll come back to it. But what I was going to say about AS, because you know, it never used to be there. Well, was it there in your time? No, it was like Yo, the oh, year wow. before, no, literally the year before me. I was at probably the first year that they introduced it. Aye. Yeah. Before there was no AS, you just did GCSEs and A levels, and that was it. Aye. Yeah. It What's AS? GS. The level, it was kind of like the level the in first, between GS. The first yeah. year of college, you did AS levels. Exactly. And then the the second year, you did A levels, but mm. that never used to be a thing. Um, I went to college for two months, and that's it. Really? Oh, really? What did you do after you left school? Um. <laughs> what? I went to college for two months. Uh, I done music. Oh, after after uh, college, music. Well, I got signed. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I got signed, and I was leaving anyway because so I was getting bullied at that college. Mm. Nah, this bullying thing, yeah. Do you know it actually worries me because honestly, if anyone bullies my kid, I'm going to like I can't. Yeah, I'm gonna fight. I can't. The I can't, I can't, I can't handle it. Mm. Like even my niece and nephew go in um, to school. I'm like, how's school? Yeah. Is anybody big? You like, better I, tell yeah. me now. And also, like, I'm really worried about my niece because she's the only black girl in her, in her year, man. Even in oh. her school, I think, man. And I, I fucking hate it. Yeah, and so I hate that we live in the most fucked up world where like the good schools are the white schools. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your child is going to be mm. in a space where they're the only... And yeah. We're going to a shit school then, hun. Yeah, yeah. I like, don't But I guess things have changed. Yeah. And, and I think education will be so different by the time. Yeah, like, that's not that long ago. That's like five years. But that's not that long away. Yeah. Exactly. My niece is only so, four. Yeah. She's in a school where she's the only, she's in her year, she's the only black girl. That's a lot. Yeah, that's actually. Do you know what it is? If and that's lived, because if we lived in a fair, racist world, then it wouldn't matter. But unfortunately, we don't. It just makes me annoyed that we have to like teach kids. Like, when people point to her, saying, yeah. "Oh, she's black, she's African," yeah. that that doesn't sit. Yeah, must yeah, telling yeah. me like I was getting hot. I, know, I was really like, I was getting emotional. So like I want to fight. And the kids, yeah, they're just literally seeing it. Anything that is a bit different, the kids are gonna notice it. So if of you're course. in a school of whites and you see like one black child, of course you're gonna like they're gonna notice it. Yeah. But it depends on what the parents have told them because. There's nothing wrong with a kid saying, oh, you're like you're brown, whatever, because I'm white, whatever. But it's the things that come along with those yeah, exactly. things that they say, which are scary. And if they don't have good parents, then of course, like that's where it can turn ugly. I remember the first time I experienced like racism in school, boy, and some boy was like, you're poo because you're brown. But like, again, is that racism though? Yeah, but it's absolutely. Like shit. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that's yeah. the exact same no, thing. No, no, it is. But, so I see as well. Yeah. But it's mad because obviously, like, as a kid, I didn't get it. And do you remember I told and you that's that the Irish girl, thing. Elaine McCarthy, was like, big up man like Elaine, because she was so smart. And she was like, you know, he can't say things like that to you, Audrey. You have to go and tell the teacher. And she was the one. And I, because I was just like, the accent's sick. And then she was fucking like, oh. And she was literally sick. like, Audrey, did you hear what she said to you? You can't say that. Like, it's not right. You need to go and tell the teacher. I love that. <laughs> and then, because she was from Ireland, she had a strong Irish accent. And, and that's amazing. And, but the way she, you've just done she it. She held my hand and we went and she made oh, me God tell bless the teacher. that woman. And she made me tell the teacher, like, go on, tell them what he said. Oh. And then I said it. And then, but. This was in primary school, but my school, they handled it so well. Oh, good. They called his parents in to come and apologise to my parents good. in front of the headmistress. And then they did a whole assembly about racism in good. front of the oh, whole school. And then the headmistress, Miss Myla, bless her, she died. She was Aww. like, we do not tolerate that in this school. Everybody here is like, just did the usual, but in the whole school. Yeah, like, yeah no, good, good. And that's the like, way it should be handled. Our kids shouldn't have to go through that. No. Kids shouldn't have to. And also, I know it sounds dumb, but like, I've paid my debt with racism, you know? 
I've done like I, I've done the suffering that I've done with racism. I don't want my kids to ever do it. Like I've, yeah, I've done yeah. it. I mean, come on now. If you don't understand at this point that there's black people in this country, like, I don't know. I've done you. it. I've had people <laughs> throw. Like, I've had people throw things at me. I've had when we first moved to Dublin, people write niggas on my front door. We like oh. I, people pop my mum's full, full tire. We used to like walk from the station. People used to chuck things at us. Like I've had that. No, I've had a man set his dogs at me because I was a black whoa. bitch. I've had that. I had this fucking cunt mm. in year five. If I see Lloyd on Lloyd, it's on sight. <laughs> And the thing is, from time you look like a racist. From you time it was a bollard. Now you look back, you realize he was a racist. How was this prick a bollard in year five? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can he be a bollard yeah, in year five? Yeah, yeah. So he, he was did, born yeah. a racist. Born. He was in his soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in his DNA. <gasps> I'm done. With I didn't you. even heard of the word bitch. It's a yeah, yeah, black yeah. bitch. I didn't even and know what bitch was. Back on top of it, a bitch oh, was no. saying bitch because she thought it was the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're calling me black bitch. Mm-hmm. What and did I, I do actually, to you? It's actually wild. Look it? at your fat lips. That's kids. Oh, no, kids no, should not. If I not. catch Lloyd, I'm <laughs> wearing oh, Catch these hands. I, I know. I remember exactly what he looks like because there's only three of us. So it was me, Mavia, and some other a mixture guy. That was like own Callum. That was like, I used to fancy Callum. Mm, all the Callums were cute, man. Every, mm. every, I, I every single mix was and Corey. Was, was mixed race queen. At that time, yeah. Callum. If Reese. he talked to 10 year old Talani, so said she was going to marry a mixed race, I was going to say, yeah, you're a liar. Like, I love them. <laughs> <laughs> That's my husband. Callum was my husband. And so it was every mixed race guys I ever set my eyes on. <laughs> they were my type. Oh, God, same. I didn't know. I was just like, I, no, I used to love white boys. <laughs> really? I used to love white boys. I dated a white boy. Did you? When I was young, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we, oh, well, I, never, I, I never got to date one, but yeah, I wanted to so badly. He was the only black guy I ever lips as well, <coughs> Jeff. Oh, um. In my school, in my primary school, there weren't like any Colombians, but there was this one guy, and he was one guy, you know, one little boy, and he was half Colombian, and I kind of like held yeah. on to that. And his name was uh, um, Nicholas, and I was like, oh, Nicholas, like we have to be together now because like we're the same kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. He was not impressed by this boy. Was so vexed every time he would hold my hands, and then I. <laughs> And you, at that age, you took kids so seriously. The other day, I took my niece and nephew out, and my phone came along. They were like, I don't, even, I don't know who teaches them. I was like, Is mm. that your boyfriend? I'm like, no. Yeah. Who taught you when this? When do they, they, yeah. they observe things? Yeah, yeah. They so they simply. So I was like, no, that's my know. friend. And it yeah. really wasn't even And that. they literally like, repeat everything that you say, because even the other day as well, sorry to cut you off, with Catalea, and I was looking at her foot, and there was a piece of dry skin. I said, what is that? And she's like, oh, it's a corn. What do you know about corn? What do you know about corn? I said, who taught you that? Oh, nanny. Yeah, no, no, no. They were, no, yeah, they I was like, no, everything. it's not. And then yeah. she, and I was like, what do you know about boyfriend? She's like, I've got a boyfriend. I said, eh. I was like, you're full. I was yeah. like, who's your boyfriend? She says this guy's name. Yeah. And then her nephew, she was like, he was like, he was in your nursery. You haven't seen him since July. <laughs> 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 since you've left nursery, you haven't Don't seen him. She was like, destroy she was her like, fantasy. Yeah, he's still my boyfriend. Still she was boyfriend. like, we're not friends anymore, but he's my boyfriend. Yeah, just for her. She's most of the man that I've dated. She's the right She needs to let him go. Since July. Be forgotten oh. about him in his new school, yeah, living his life. Yeah, she'll forget about him in like two to three weeks. But yeah, oh, I had a, I had a set type at school. Me too, blonde. I never thought I'd marry a Nigerian as well. I didn't even think there was any like it wasn't. I went to such a I went to a predominantly white school. There was no black people in my school, so for me, like. Ma- not marrying a white boy, I didn't know who the hell I was going to marry. I was <laughs> I going to I marry. I was going to marry honest. James Brightley. Oh, yeah, you oh, and yeah. that was the end of discussion. I didn't want to hear anything. No, by the time that. I got to my second school, was mixed. Yeah, these are, no, wow, there white. was 
ethnic minority in every corner. <laughs> no, but like, there were bears of us. And there were people that were definitely 32 in year 10. Oh, God, God. Like, oh, yeah, we had what a girl like that as well. Was 14. I'll never forget. I told you about when the Albanians had a fight with the white kids. Albanians? No. It was the best fight in the world. Like, it was I would the not fight no Albanians. Fight. And what was exactly? Because like, I, I, I don't know. This is, the Albanians went out age range. No, they, they weren't. weren't. They, they weren't. Were two to three years older. And I, I can't even, I'm not even exaggerating. Since one of them told me he's got two kids at home. I said, sorry, what? <laughs> he told me about his two kids at home. So anyway, yeah, it was in the canteen. Right? I don't even know what happened. I think someone must have pissed someone off or something. And like the Albanians don't play. They, they were like, they were like, what's this? Because obviously yeah, like, you made them feel, mm. everyone made them feel other. <laughs> and then the canteen was, there was a rockers. Like, they were throwing chairs and what? all the like racist white lads, all the Rickies and them and there were like, yeah, 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 all the fight. And it was so funny because all the black kids were just on, on the wall. Mind their like, business. Wow. <laughs> we're not going to get in trouble. We're not in trouble. No one's going to blame <laughs> us. This for is anything. not us today. In fact, we're going to use this time to steal burgers in the canteen. Do, <laughs> do you remember stealing burgers? We what? used to steal burgers. And they were in the white and blue paper. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. the paper yeah. you put in no, your yellow, No, yes. yellow was chicken burger. Yeah. Red was. Thingy and green was and green was veggie. Oh yeah. my! I <laughs> know your friend. Your yeah. friend would have to distract um, um, the dinner, dinner lady. I used to take a put my blazer pocket, but like I had a lunch ticket in my hand. There's no need to. Why do that. am I stealing? <laughs> it was the thrill. It yeah, it was the thrill. Remember when I used to steal knickers from Primark? Yes, I, oh, I used to. I used to <laughs> absolutely rob. Him. I don't. H&M. Mine was never knickers. Mine was more H&M earrings from Claire's Mark. accessories. The lines. When Mark. I was like fifteen, so you can't do that. Do you know what I used to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds mad, right? But That's Claire's, like ex- no, Claire's accessories, yeah. right? What I used to do is obviously take the uh, apparently allegedly. I used to take the earrings, yeah. So I have it in my hands. Take it out and then pretend to cough and then put it under my tongue. Oh, you was a criminal. <laughs> No, Melena, that is criminal. That is criminal minds. All we were doing is shoving it down our backs. Yeah, I was just, no, no. I used to take it to the changing room. You take bare things, you'd go to the changing room when there was no one there and then they'd give you a thing for like four, but really you had like seven and then you would steal the three things and come back out with the four. That's what we used to do. Melena used to put it in her mouth like drugs. (laughs) Under my tongue. So you can smuggle drugs then? I I mean, I'm not going to say nothing on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I'm joking, Colombia. I'm joking, Colombians. Yeah, we've got much more to offer, like great coffee. It's okay, you'll be all right. When nobody wants the nuclear declaration when they call Nigerians foods, when they call you like drug addicts, it's a problem. True. It is a problem. Claim your claim your steak. What do we do? I don't know what Ghanaians do. You your niggas just have big bums. We have what? Bad bitches for niggas. Yeah, the guys, the guys, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, bad bitches for and men. Flat heads at the back. Oh god. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about the last guy near my neck. Pissed oh, me god. off, and he was a bad bitch as well. Oh, was he? Oh, suck your mouth. Instead of instead of me to have it, he's got it for what? Why do you need to be a bad bitch? I don't need to. I don't Ghanaian know. men are bad bitches they in are, stature and in mind proper, and in character. They're proper curvy. They're, proper they're bad bitches in character waist. as well. They've got small waist. Small waist, I love big bum. And then they'd be doing gentle, gentle. Do you on a man? Like, yeah. obviously not mad back, no. but like a nice little butt to squeeze. No, I want it to be flat. No, I, no, I not no, that is not so completely disgusting. flat. I have no interest in men. Not completely flat. You like that. So what, when he's on top of you, yeah, and you want to push him deeper... 
It's gonna have, I, don't, I have no interest in men. That is not. It can't just be flat. flat. Can't just no, slide it can off. be flat. No. no I it, just bone. I don't need a bad bitch. Bone. But I need. I need something. I really don't give no. a. I've never seen a man's bum. Women, like, women, yeah, when like they're naked, bum. like you know, when they're brushing their teeth, don't you get behind them and like just pretend to fuck them? No. Because oh, you don't have a man. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that update. Yeah, no, I don't know. I need a little something, something. Mine's a back and like a good back. Yeah, oh, good. toned back, oh, strong a back yeah. and arms. Are yeah, a back I don't even care if you've got me. a bit of a belly. If you've got strong arms that look mm. good in a t-shirt, nice. yeah, that back. That's it, sexy back. If a guy works out and he's got a good back, that's oh, sexy. back is so sexy. And they're creaming like, themselves. Like they've got a good back and they're sat on the edge of the bed and you're lying. Yes. Oh yeah, yes, Jesus and they're Lord. creaming themselves. It's not even a cream. They're really, they're I just like the cream. They're just sitting. They're not bad. They're on their phones, yeah, yeah. oh. on their phones, mm. all like playing. And they're kind of like slouched like over a little bit. bit. No, do you know what they're doing? You're <sighs> in bed, but he's leaning in front to play PlayStation. <sighs> oh, and you can see in his great in his great pants, and he's just wearing grey tracksuit bottoms on the top. And no, 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 topless. Sorry, topless. Yeah, topless grey tracksuit bottoms sat on the edge of the bed and a fresh trim. Listen, this is what is great about my life. Yeah, you like bare love hearts. I never need to think if my man's got a dream or not because it's going to be bold. I don't need to worry. Uh, yeah. No, but no, but you know what? You've got it worse though with bald guys because if he still has the ability to grow hair and he's in that in-between stage. No, he cannot be. I, don't, I, don't, I want you to cannot like... Uh, you'd have you to shave to his head. Gone. Yeah. Yeah, because I don't like that in-between stage when a guy when is When it's bald, just picky. Yeah, when yeah, it's yeah. just like some bits at the side like no bueno. No, no, no. You just have to shave it. <laughs> <laughs> no take, bueno. Take shave the whole it. Whole take, thing take the whole thing Take the whole yeah. thing off. I ain't got time. Yeah. And that's not even... That's something I can do. No Why should I bald guys so much? I don't know. I actually don't know why it's a thing for me. But I you can't like, be bald and beardless. That's yeah, that's like much better than that. No, you can't. You think can't. Of I'm thinking of. He hasn't got a beard. Uh, exactly and true. it's not bad no but he has stubble am I thinking about the same person yeah he yeah. has stubble yeah there's something there I'm saying you can't be fresh like, clean fresh like because that's just like you're a baby you look like a what's the, you, um, a beard is a good beard that is yeah. this picture after this it can't be an in between beard Sasha do you like bald guys Sasha talking this by the way you didn't, you didn't just come to do psychology exactly oh. <laughs> yeah what <laughs> I was thinking why are you quiet don't you do the psychology teacher you can talk about this as well babe um, I'm, I don't hate them mm. but no I like a just a like fade some hair. yeah I like yeah. a fade as well I don't want anything else I don't want balls and, but I also don't want like dreads sorry but I don't dreads I don't ponytail like dreads, slicked wow. back relaxed I look at these. I, don't like hair. I don't want anything like that I just want a fade mm. but I don't like want it at level one I don't like that it needs to be a fade have you ever published yourself you never talk to someone again and then post a picture you're like you right? yeah all the because time because fuck me oh um, yeah let you, me see mm. Yeah, you that beard is amazing. Yeah, you need to talk to him. Oh, hey, big head. You need to talk to him. Do you know who else has got an amazing beard? Shower, Gerald. Oh, yeah. Gerald's beard. G Diddy. G Diddy. G Diddy. G Diddy. He does have a If you want to see a good beard, that's a wonderful beard. Do you know what I like about Gerald? He's a well maintained man. Yeah, he's a metrosexual. I'm into that. I'm into men that look after themselves. Yeah, the thing is, doesn't like, fellas, it's okay to be, to groom and take care of yourself. It doesn't make you any less of a man. Yeah. Anything we like that. A guy that smells good, that's always in the bar, like always at the barbers, fresh trim, takes exfoliates, takes care of the skin, a good aftershave. You update the aftershave sometimes because you know, sometimes when they wear the same aftershave, they start to be musty. Yeah, I love that sandalwood smell as well. Yeah, just sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. 
that taking mm. care of yourself. Oh, that sandalwood. Oh, that sandalwood. <laughs> what sandalwood? Oh, is this perfume? Is this base? Do you know in perfumes? Sorry, my beauty journalist on coming out. In perfumes, <laughs> mm. you have three bases. Okay. So sandalwood is a lot of. It's probably kind it's of a bit like, like dick. It's no, no. <laughs> <laughs> you had the first base, your second base, your third base. <laughs> Um, sandalwood is normally the third base so it's kind of what's left of a perfume do you when you first spray a perfume okay. yeah. what you spray afterwards is so then when you buy a perfume mm. when you spray it don't take it up from that first spray mm. leave it on your skin okay so it's that's when the third base will come along and that's what it actually smells of oh. or that's what's going to be left on you the first way is just kind of fancy shit yeah 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 but that yeah. disappears very quickly it's a bit like dating so the yeah. first few months of dating is always amazing mm. Oh. So whatever you're left in is the third that, that's, <laughs> exactly. that's left. Yeah. Okay. So sandalwood is the base for a lot of really good we good men's. So what perfumes. has a good sandal base for women's? Don't you ours is different. We can do I mean we can it depends what kind of smell you like. Uh-huh. I quite like masculine smells, even on me. I don't like sweet mm. smells. I mm. like in perfume, I think do you know what I like? I like something that reminds like evening smells. Like yeah, it makes I like a, an element of like sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like nighttime. I don't like fruity. Like I don't want, like, yeah, I don't like want daytime perfume. scent. I yeah. want something that's quite heavy. Like mm-hmm. I like heavy duty. No, but then I hate oods. I hate. But I don't like ood. I don't. I like hate that. the smell. I feel of like people ood. only wear it because they want to smell rich. Most like you've been to yeah, Dubai. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just feel like they've gone to Dubai. I hate the smell of ood. It's too strong. My my senses are really strong because one time, like, I smelled Nick and I was like, "Why the hell do you smell like a car?" And then he was just like, oh, yeah, because um, some guy that he knows had some aftershave, but it was like car aftershave. Yeah, my sense are quite then strong as well, because I'm like, whose pussy have you been licking? Because I can still smell your top lip. Okay, thank you very much Ew. for listening to this episode of the Receipts podcast. <laughs> and um, to end it on what that bitch note, have you been with? I hope that you've learned a lot of things. And thank you so much, Sasha, for coming uh, yeah, on. Really um, thank you for having me. Any updates, anything y'all mm. guys are doing that you want to tell people you're doing? Melana's going to the lick event. Yeah. I'm going to the lick event. Are they paying you to talk about this? No. I just want to talk about it. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Why am I asking if you've ever been paid to talk about anything? <laughs> <laughs> what I'm trying to make us out to be. We've never been paid to talk about a single thing. Let me thing. get my peas. So, are they giving you a free ticket at least? Yeah. Okay, okay that's good. <laughs> well, actually, no, they haven't. Personally, Nadia has. Uh, so Nadia didn't think we wanted that. So why don't we want to go to Lick? Rude, boy. Why don't we want to go to Lick? Nadia is rude. She no, but is. I was going anyways. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you're backtracking. I was going anyways, and I saw and I saw that she was DJing, so I asked her, "Oh, so you're going as well?" And she said, "Yeah, let me hook you up." So I said, "Cool." Uh huh. Okay. Sure. Do you guys want to come to the lick event? I don't want no, to come to the lick event. Oh, you might fucking piss me off. <laughs> When's the lick event? Twenty third. I can't make. I don't even know when it is. Twenty <laughs> third next Friday. Um, um, you have to play for a live show, man. You have to be responsible. Yeah. Well, let me go get to the movie. I'm not licking no fanny. Nothing. You know, you have to do a live show. Um, yeah. Um, any updates, guys? I've I've just remembered the talent show I was talking to you guys about um, for Victoria's Foundation for Cancer. So, again, the flyer will be on my socials. So, get a ticket. It's going to be a really good night. That's on the December, December the 1st. Cool. Is um, there anything from me? I'm just trying to hustle and live life. I've got absolutely yeah. nothing to do. <laughs> and also, don't forget to get your tickets for the Bush Theatre. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, of course. On the fourth of February. One. Yeah. Um, that's going to be absolutely amazing and we're so excited to do it. So can't go wait, ahead wait, and go to their website. Sasha, tell us where, if you want people to find you, if you don't. Do you want to um, be found? Um, you can find me. I'm not very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, my Instagram is Sasha Metal. So it's S-A-C-H-A-M-E-T-T-L-E. Are you open to people asking you more questions if they have any or is it literally leaving me alone? No, yeah, I'm all for it. I'm 
currently trying to work on something. Okay. Um, so it's not there yet, but I've got a few bits of information. So it will be there to help people when so I get tell my... Us what it is? Um, oh, like if what you have got already. If you yeah. Wanna, yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to run talks or mentoring sessions in schools oh, and it's just about mental health but also like resilience and confidence building sessions amazing yeah. amazing like yeah that. so yeah reach out peeps um you can sit with all of us so reach out but yeah that is it for this episode of the sure. receipts podcast um i have been your girl tolly t audrey formerly known as ghana's finest your mama sita milena sanchez and, and sasha Hey, peace out, A town down. Do do, do do, yeah. Do do, do do, okay. Do do, do do, yeah. Do do, do do, okay.